Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Charlie? Yeah? Just need you to name an animal. Yeah. That we eat but doesn't eat us. Doesn't eat us. That's easy. A dragon. <laughs> Charlie, do you eat dragon? No, I don't eat dragon because uh, it's it's not a meal for peasants. It's a meal for kings, and I'm sort of a common man. But they don't eat us. They It's a, a misconception. They actually eat gold and treasure. That's why they're always sitting on a big pile of it. Bad answer. Bad answer. Bad answer. Bad answer. It's, it's a bad answer. Okay, show bad me answer. dragon. <laughs> Oh my god. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, gang, what's up, everybody? It's Tuesday. It's January the 17th. I don't have a new calendar on the wall yet. Fuck, and it's episode number 368 of the Pages.com podcast. Flagship title of your podcast network. Find all of them shits at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Enjoying me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Who is your favorite X-Men character and is also a Fleetwood Mac song? <laughs> Jose Gusman. Trump's world. We're all going to make money. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Everybody going to get ringed. <laughs> Everybody getting ringed. It's Lee, before you get too far along, it's funny that you mention, you, do you have a calendar on the way or... No, I'm holding off because, one, I've been to a place that sells calendars yet that I want to buy one. Uh, and uh, Stepan Sajic is putting out a Sunstone calendar right. this year at some point. And that's the one that I want. What, what do you sure. mean at some point? It's January. I know. The man is the one-man operation, okay? He's late with the things. All right? So even, I might just go get even a fucking we- dollar store calendar for now. Even us, even us motherfuckers were able to release a calendar before January. That's I think true. I read something about it being like a 16-month, or a, no, what, 18-month calendar? So it might come out in June. I can't wait till June for a wallet calendar. Okay. So I got I to gotta make that happen some point this weekend. I'm going to miss the one I have now. The one I had this year for 2016, uh, every month was like a a graph. Yes. Uh, charting like comic book character data in some capacity. It was kind of fun. I don't think a lot of it was necessarily accurate but it was visibly interesting you've you've like, mentioned your calendar from 2016 before and it sounds very cool uh i ordered myself and my wife a star wars collection collector's edition uh 2017 art wall calendar from calendars.com 
on January 6th, and I still don't have it in my hands. What? 11 days later, you would think that a company who deals with dates, (laughs) especially, like, dates, you know, January is very important in regards to dates, that they would be a little bit quicker on the uptick with their shipping. But, uh, no, here I sit still looking at December 2016, and uh, fucking Oh My God Facts desk calendar my parents got me, where the days uh, fall off before that day's over. Nice. Oh, no. So I keep Fucking having to like a chump. I keep having to retape days <laughs> onto this <laughs> desk calendar like an <laughs> asshole. So, uh, that's awesome. That's just my little rant about calendars there. Yeah, we were in the calendar business for a number of years. <laughs> Panels on pages. We sell calendars. But then here's the thing about that. About that, about that gang, it was really hard. <laughs> oh my god, it was so hard. God, it was hey, so hard. Go, hey, go once. Yeah, we should still make that Jose one sheet every year. That Jose yeah. calendar was easy. That was fucking. Yeah, that was cake. simple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's especially fun. that part where Lee photoshopped over my ball. Yeah, that was cool. yeah. <laughs> but you you throw in but having time. You throw the bowl, Jose. You throw in having to deal with both. 12 fangirls and 12 artists working for free? Oh, God. Yeah, there was that uh, that precarious balance of, yes, it's free. <laughs> but yes, we did have a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also a calendar right. that we would like them to have before January 1st. You know, just, yeah. just saying. Oh God! Let's see. All right. Lots going on this week, man. Uh, Nicole and Zoe, my wife and daughter, they left Friday to go to Illinois to visit my in-laws for my sister-in-law's baby shower. She was expecting their first baby within God any day now. Really, they probably should that fucker will pop out. <laughs> so this is shit that baby out. Yeah, but this is you know two weeks after we got this goddamn bird. So you <laughs> left me. Alone with the bird, the dog, and the toddler. So, <laughs> three things I never expressed interest in having in my life. <laughs> like, it was the complete polar opposite of, say, like, I don't know, like, pizza, PlayStation, and Asian chicks. Like, <laughs> huge yeah. of awesomeness. But yeah, we actually had a pretty good time. The, the, the kid's been in a fucking great mood. He's been wrestling around. Like, this, we, we really did have a fucking ball. He's he's working the room like he's got bits and shit now, so it's it's kind of fun. So we're rustling around upstairs and you know threw him down. I'm just kind of just smooching on the back of his neck and you know, it's getting little little, little smoochy nooches. And he goes, "No, stop! That's disgusting!" <laughs> <laughs> and like I get taken aback, and he gets up and trots his ass across the room, opens up his pack of wipes, pulls one out, and wipes off his neck and throws it at me. <laughs> Shit, Ed. It was pretty awesome. And kind of, I put a picture. You got up a little Howie Mandel going, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I put a picture up over the weekend of him staring off at these uh, Lego Batman stuff, and Nice made it a point to say you should, I should put him on a graduation system, and every milestone upda- updates his uh, his privileges yeah. on, on the toys. He he gets and- to fuck with a higher shelf now. 
Yeah, or a different caliber of thing. Yeah. And, you know, for a while there, it was just kind of like just the the, the turtles. You know, the Ninja Turtles and shit like that. And, like, the, and those old school, like, the big ass, like, 90s uh, Power Ranger figures. Those things are fucking, one, they're hardy anyway. Yeah. And two, they've been through hundreds of fucking hardcore battles when I was a kid. So they're, they're not in the best shape anyhow, right? So no harm, no foul. But we have kind of now that he's getting a little bigger. He, yeah, he's you can kind of reason with him a little bit. He's graduated up to like some of the uh, uh, some of the Megazords and shit like that, kind of taking them apart. And you know, he likes playing with the ones that turn into cars, especially taking them down. You know, having change it back for him and shit like that. And that's fine because generally it's cool. Because again, for the most part, they are designed for children. They're of a hardy nature, you know. But every so often, he'll want one of the old ones, and you know. In the back of my mind, I'm like, well, realistically, if I wanted to replace this, it would cost me a hundred dollars. <laughs> well, I just start sweating a little bit. <laughs> you know, like, oh god, let's uh, let's roll these fucking dice. Let's see what happens. But so so far, so good. So hopefully, we can keep the fucking streak alive for the next sixteen years, and she'll be okay. <laughs> All right. How far away is he from no longer shitting his pants? I don't know, man. Like, he has... It's funny, last time you guys were down here, he shat in the potty. Yeah, yeah, for, like, the first time. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then I kind of happy spanked him so much, I traumatized him. <laughs> <laughs> so there is that. <laughs> One other time since then, right? And he probably looked around for me to see if I was going to slap him. <laughs> Where's the, Where's the brown scary man? brown man? <laughs> but it's weird, like, and, and people... and. It's it's one of those weird things where people say, especially for little boys, that you really can't potty train them like for real until they show an interest in it. And I'm like, well, then we're fucked because like at, at one point, would, would any of us like you know, wouldn't we all rather be happy just shitting our pants, having someone else deal with it? <laughs> oh God! Oh God! <laughs> yeah, how long is he going to enjoy just looking at you with a smirk smile? Time to wipey wipey. <laughs> yeah, is it the point now where he can tell me he needs to be changed? And if that was like, that, I think we're creeping up. Okay, motherfucker, look. If you can tell me you shit your pants, it's time to stop doing it. Right? <gasps> Papa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the thing too is, I realized over the weekend that if there's one thing that's more dehumanizing than having to ask a smaller version of yourself if he shit his pants, <laughs> it's being lied to about it. <laughs> You're like, Yo, Dad, hey, man. My sh- hey man, did you poop? He goes, no. I go, you are literally and figuratively full of shit. Like you, there is, you have absolutely shit your pants. No, and he runs away like an asshole. <laughs> and then, an empty asshole. <laughs> the game of cat and mouse begins anew. It's fucking crazy. Work's been nuts. Uh, developing all kinds of new applications and shit like that. It's crazy but i think they're gonna hire me some support staff which is kind of good so i'll be uh i'll have a team again which i haven't had a team in a while like leaving a team oh so. I, ho- I hope they hire you a bunch of uh old white women <laughs> we can only hope it's been fun though uh was out in the, i was out in the world saw a set of the new voltron lions uh from the netflix show got very excited Snatched them bitches up, brought them home, put them <laughs> together, looked at it, and said, 
this is not worth a hundred dollars at all. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of cool, but it's really not worth it. Uh, one is not worth the money. Two is not worth the shit I'm gonna inevitably get from my wife for spending hundred bucks on robots. So you know what? We're gonna pack these bitches up, take them back to Walmart. <laughs> so, pack them back up, put them, take them back, whatever. Swipe the thing. Uh, cut to two days later, I get a text message. What the fuck did you spend a hundred and some odd dollars for at Walmart ago? And the next question was, if it's robots, it's divorce time. And I said, okay. Technically not robots. <laughs> They're piloted lions. <laughs> <laughs> and I took them back. <laughs> They're not here anymore. Which she responds, Jesus, fuck Rodriguez. I said, no, no, you're not allowed to be upset. It's a net zero transaction. Yeah. You can't do that. It was instant buyer's remorse. They're not here anymore. You can't be pissed. I was wrong. Turns out, can be pissed. (laughs) 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 Principle, you can be pissed. (laughs) I like to think that was growth. Yeah, I had an impulse, and then I corrected the impulse. What's the big deal for me? I have a thing with impulse control. It's kind of a big deal. So I felt good about the transaction, quite frankly. And, you know. He says, I'm growing as a human being, and you're <laughs> mad at me. I returned those children's toys, so get off my dick. <laughs> I would never say that out loud. <laughs> I looked right in her eyes, and I said, <laughs> <laughs> From space. Uh, last and then uh, last thing, I read a lot over the weekend because uh, I got these two excellent uh, Crimson hardcover collections came in the mail. As did the last volume of Sunstone. Then so I was up to like three in the goddamn morning, Sunday night or Saturday night reading, and then Jack's wall is asked into the bedroom Sunday morning at seven thirty. So it was a fucking rough day, but man, fucking. When comics is good, comics is good, kids. It's fun stuff. And those Crimson books are fucking rad. I, they are just like I remember them. Like You know, sometimes you, you, you watch an old movie or read an old book or old comics, and you're like, oh, man, this is cheesy as fuck. How could we? Nope. Holds up. I was so glad it holds up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit don't always just hold like up. Space Jam. Yeah, exactly. Jose on the Space Jam episode. <laughs> Oh, I stuff. think that Screen Junkies listened to our Space Jam episode and stole a bunch of jokes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they did an honest trailer today for Space Jam. Uh, fucking Screen Motherfuckers. Jam. I thought that was an old video. That was a new video? No, that was new. That was brand new. Mm-hmm. We got, we got puffy, y'all. Because who was talking fucking Space Jam? Well, Not a goddamn person. All the hipsters were talking Space Jam, and that's why we started talking about it. Oh, uh, fuck, fuck those that. guys. These guys are assholes. What's up, What's up, Kelly? Uh, not much. Uh, let's see. Friday, I went to a uh, local wrestling show, Bruce City Wrestling, oh, to yeah, see right. Pentagon Jr. Uh, show up. That was a good time. Um, I was Pentagon so bad. Now, let me... Did, did you see my tweets about the show? Uh, a couple of them, I think, yeah. Okay, I, if you didn't see this one, then this might be a surprise. What do you think Pentagon Jr. smells like? <laughs> I know, I know. What it smells like? Yeah. <laughs> Onions and barley. <laughs> no, no, that's wrong. Just 
Meth? <laughs> Piss and vinegar? <laughs> Dude smells minty as fuck. <laughs> minty? Minty. Just, he, he comes around the crowd to slap everyone's hand, and just a wave of mint follows him. You know, it might be like... Like... Ben Gay or something. That's what that's what the running uh, theory is. Just straight hopped up on Ben Gay. Yeah. But yeah, just slathered in icy hot coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, yeah. or my name's Pentagon Junior, and when I bite into a nice York peppermint patty, <laughs> it's like I'm on the ski slopes in the Swiss Alps. <laughs> Feels like a hurricane runner off the top rope. <laughs> Yeah, so he, uh, he was super minty. He had a really good match against some local guy. I think his name was Justin Dredd. Uh, he actually, Justin Dredd actually won the match with a uh, Canadian destroyer off the top rope. That what? That's kind of awesome. Yeah, the best part of the match was when they were fighting directly in front of us. Like they did two dives right to the outside, right in front of us, and then Pentagon's trying to get. Dread back on his feet, and I just hear him go, Put on my band! <laughs> just called him bad words in Spanish. <laughs> I was pretty psyched about that. Saw some kick ass Pentagon matches over the weekend, too, watching the uh, Battle of Los Angeles Blu rays. So it was him and Phoenix tagging against uh, Chris Hero and that. Tommy End. I love Tommy End. I love Tommy End. I'd never seen him uh, before watching this. Disc. He's Los- pretty impressive. But they did some crazy shit, and then uh, they uh, had another match in the, uh, the next one with uh, the Young Bucks. And I'd never seen the Young Bucks either. So, those, uh, those fucking dudes, man. Pentagon and Phoenix, especially together, are absolutely insane. Yeah, Phoenix yeah, is on the uh, Revolver show that we're going to WrestleMania weekend. I just, <laughs> we can find somewhere that Pentagon's wrestling. That'd be excellent. He's so am I supposed to be at- buying <laughs> tickets for this, or what? Where, where, where is this? You guys keep... <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Where are we going? Well, I have not bought me and Mary's tickets yet because I'm waiting to get paid. But as soon as I do, I'll be buying tickets and I'll be pointing Jose toward in that same direction. Yeah, so far, Lee and I have our tickets for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and Kelly has his Pretty plane tickets, so this shit is happening. <laughs> it's real. I'm coming down there. Yeah, I'm gonna and, get mine tomorrow. I'm gonna take care of some shit at work, and then I'm gonna. This is gonna be fucking exciting, guys. I'm pretty excited. I'm yeah, for especially now that we kind of went through the schedule and we're looking at what seven shows over the course of the weekend. <laughs> fucking <laughs> dude, smooch week. Oh, my <laughs> wife's gonna be there too, and I. Come on now. But oh, yeah, dude, dude, smooch with some chicks. She's cool. <laughs> She's cool with a dude, su- dude, smooch weekend. <laughs> She she tried to tell <laughs> me today. it's over, we're all going to be scratching yeah. our crotch and spitting. She tried to tell me today. She was like, you know, if you guys just want to go by yourselves, I can stay at home. And I'm what? like, and I'm like, no, but like these are your friends too. It'd be <laughs> yeah, different. Right. No one said that. Yeah. It'd be different if like you didn't like wrestling and you would rather stay home. But yeah. we want you to go. Hey, tell me, so what I'm getting from that is Mary doesn't like me. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's no, she was just. Makes us feel real welcome. Huh? <laughs> oh, I'm going to hear it for that. Thanks, Kelly and Lee. <laughs> she was just trying no, to no, be... You know, I, I get what she's saying, and I definitely appreciate it, for yeah. sure. I, I get the uh, sentiment for sure, but... But then... Uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with everybody. With the fucking pancakes and pile drivers 
uh, wrestling revolver show. You get free pancakes, and Sammy Callahan, who wrestled at our bachelor bachelorette party, is going to wrestle there. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. It's going to be good times. Yeah. Yeah, And and the Christ brothers are wrestling that show, too, including Dave Christ, former PCW uh, guest who uh, uh, once... uh, I believe defended someone for giving someone else AIDS. <laughs> you know, Any, anybody else remember that episode of PCW? Oh, I remember. I, like I, I totally remember. <laughs> no, that happened. You're not making that up. That happened. <laughs> Them Chris boys are interesting. They're crazy. And, uh, Cage from Lucha Underground is going to be there. Phoenix, uh, Ricochet, aka Prince Puma. Uh, Jeff Cobb, who plays uh, Matanza Cueto on Luke Underground, will be there. And that fucking guy is. He's so strong. And don't Jeff forget. So much fucking better. Cueto's going to be there? <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Wait. Tatanka. <laughs> now that. You had me at Tatanka. <laughs> oh, I'm going to love. Us. We brought Tatanka back to life. We I'm... just talked. We, look. We are notorious for either talking about someone out of nowhere and they die, or they resurrect their career. I'm going to love stringing Jose along, thinking that Tatanka is actually going to be wrestling that show, <laughs> and then he's going to get there. Is he's going to be so, You know what? He might end up wrestling that show. <laughs> he's not, he'll probably be at WrestleCon. Oh, he'll absolutely be at WrestleCon. He might be on that super show, which... We need to go to as now it's looking like they're probably going to book Pentagon and Phoenix versus the Hardys. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the other big one that I was thinking about anyway. But if yeah. that match happens, fucking a right. Yeah. It was a lot of fun from the card that I saw last year outside of the match that involved Karen Jarrett spitting on and getting to a fight with some fans. Oh, that sounds intense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, two women got into a fight with Karen Jarrett because she spit uh, <laughs> she spit on them, and then they are thrown out of the venue. But I know one of them snuck back in, so. You can't just spit on people and nothing bad happened to you. I don't care what the fuck you're doing. The cool. WrestleCon guest list, the actual con where you can go in and, well, you know what, I have no... Uh, desire to actually go to the con because I don't want right. to pay for a picture with a wrestler or get their autograph. Um, right. Yeah. But, but look at that's your thing, man. Like if that's what you're into, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a who's who of who doesn't currently have a WWE contract. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got fucking like Jerry Lawler is on the show because yeah. he he's not currently employed by WWE even though he was on SmackDown tonight looking like he, he was going to have another heart attack. Yeah. Wait, when what the what the fuck? When did that happen? Yeah, they uh, let Lawler go uh, a month ago, or so. really? Yeah, yeah, they let him and Lita go yeah. at the same time because they had he was he had gone heel and he was heel commentating SmackDown, and they moved him to like all the pre-show, pre-show. bullshit, and then they just slowly phased his ass out. Wow, that's kind of the end of an era. That's crazy. Yeah. It was much needed. Yeah, he hasn't been good in a while, but still, it's weird. <laughs> Fucking Heidenreich is going to be oh, at shit. WrestleCon. <laughs> oh, shit. I hope he reads poems. <laughs> uh, not one, but both of the Nasty Boys will be there. Yep. Oh, good. Oh, uh, man. Jake Roberts. 
uh, our old friend, Jake the Snake. Uh, newly announced, uh, inducted, being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels are guests at WrestleCon. Shawn Michaels is surprising, because I thought for sure he yeah. was was deep in contract still, but I guess it's one of those Legends contracts yeah, I mean, he can probably do everything that lets you wants. do whatever you yeah. want. There were He's a- like, look, I'm going to go get paid and do this, and Triple H is like, okay, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he looked at him cross-eyed. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Glacier. What? Uh, I don't think movies. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, have you heard Jose's Glacier story? No. Oh, God. So, okay. Oh. A friend I used to work with at Margaritaville does stunt work. Yes. And knows Ray Lloyd is from doing various stunt things, little gimmicks, commercials, whatever. Just hold, being in the industry. Hold that thought. This just in. Tatanka will be a guest at WrestleCon, but they spelled his name Tantanka. <laughs> Maybe that's a way to get around copyright? Or Yeah, so no, they just like no, oh, it's spelled wrong. No, they didn't spell it the same twice. It says Tatanka <laughs> it says Tatanka spelled right right underneath right underneath. Go ahead, continue, Jose, I'm sorry. So um he, he gets a hold of me, and he's like, hey, I need you to help me out. Uh, my friend Ray Lloyd, he's auditioning for Burn Notice. Can you help him out? And, sh- you know, he's gonna, he'll swing by your house. All you got to do is shoot his little monologue, put it together, export it for him, put it on a DVD so we can give it to the Burn Notice people. I'm like, all right, cool. So we shoot this thing in, in, in like my little dining room kitchen thing that of the place I was at at the time. And, you know, then we kind of got to know each other a little bit. We're talking movies and we're bullshitting. And I was like, oh, man, you got to see. He hadn't seen Batman Begins yet. (laughs) And I was telling him about Brotherhood of the Wolf. So I was like, well, here, fucking borrow him. (laughs) Motherfucker still has my DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Uh, Those of you who keep us at home. Former WCW superstar Glacier <laughs> effectively stole two DVDs from Jose. <laughs> uh, but hey, he's a, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. He, he is. Uh, he's a very upset. At, at one of Fi's birthday parties, not only Grace, Glacier was present, but so was Disco Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Just chilling in the corner. That's amazing. It's fucking ridiculous. So what else is going on, Kelly? Sorry to derail you. That's no, okay. Um, just trying to think of some other things from the show. <clears throat> um, so, at one point, there was a uh, fans. There was a fans bring the weapons match. Ah, that old chestnut. And so, while we're waiting in line to get in, there's some kids in front of us. There may be like. 10, 11, round about there. <laughs> Any One adult dad. supervision at all? <laughs> no, no, they've got their dad with them. Okay, okay, okay. And a kid pulls out to show his friends what he brought with him. He's got a bunch of fucking skewers. 
like oh god taped up in duct tape like wooden shish kebab yeah, like skewers the, the bamboo skewers like the stuff that i've shown you guys in deathmatch oh yeah Jesus. makes guys look like porcupines yeah and then he's got a baseball bat with skewers taped to the end of it with pointing ends out oh so like oh man this kid's ready to party <laughs> <laughs> So, during the match, I don't know what happened. The kid didn't, apparently didn't give them that weapon at the, uh, the, give them the skewers at the door, because I see him run up to the ring and just put the skewers down uh, at, on the ring apron. <laughs> so, one of the oh two God. wrestlers, uh, whose name is Dysfunction, he sees this, goes over, and also, I should note, they're wrapped up in wrapping paper, <gasps> opens it up, looks at him, like, smiles, shoves him in his boot. Little bit into the match, as uh, he's he's just wailing on the guy he's against because it was pretty much it was essentially a squash match because the guy he was against was like you know I'll take this match but you have to appoint me as the BCW commissioner and blah blah blah. So he's already bladed like three times at least because of various instruments he's been hit with and cheese graters and whatnot and dude even bladed his arm at one point and. So then the uh, dysfunction grabs the skewers right. out of his boot, takes the duct tape off, and pounds them in the guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's no fucking way that dude signed up for that. <laughs> Jesus. So then, this was right before intermission. So at intermission, I'm going around talking to people, and I'm talking to some friends that I saw there. And one of them, Greg, who, uh, Greg, who was on the show promoting uh, Button Mash Bash, an X right, 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 from the landmark, <laughs> he said, the landmark episode opposite. three. Sorry, right, go on. I <laughs> was saying from the landmark episode three sixteen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that yes. So he was, and his girlfriend and their friends were sitting on the opposite side of the ring from us because we had a. And we had some VIP seats. Row. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. My name was on the seats. Oh, oh my shit, God! Man. Kelly Harris, Voices of Wrestling, panelsonpages.com. <laughs> I was wearing my Voices of Wrestling shirt, so everyone knew I'm part of the media. Oh, what a fucking mark! <laughs> <laughs> But so they were sitting on the opposite side from us, and Greg tells me, he's like, you know, during the opener, and the opener was like a comedy match between Colt Cabana and BJ Whitmer. And he's like, you know, I was watching you, and you like didn't crack a smile once. I was thinking you weren't having a good time. He's like, but then the last match, I watched that guy get those skewers shoved in his head, and your face just lit up. <laughs> <laughs> you a sick fuck, little boy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. I was like, it says a lot about me. <laughs> got a lot of bloodlust in me, but that's all right. I can see uh, it. It was a good time. But yeah, so that that was it. Was a really fun show. Got to see uh, Cole Cabana, BJ Whitmer. Uh, who else was there? Oh, there was the most TNA ass match ever. <laughs> all right, it was a five way match with two falls. The first fall was to determine one belt, and only one guy could be involved 
in that specific pin, and it would decide whether he won or lost the title. And then once that fall was out of the way, then it was a five-way to determine the BCW Heavyweight Championship. Okay, so it's essentially kind of almost four-on-one for the first time? Pretty much, Yeah. no one wrestled it that way. It was really weird. And apparently, from what I understand, it was a very last-minute change. (laughs) And so I don't think they went into that match planning for that part. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah, I don't know. It was really dumb, and no, like, even the ring announcer who was, like, explaining this to us didn't (laughs) understand it either. Yeah, I feel like you need a Dakota ring for that match to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see uh, Ring of Honor's uh, Cheeseburger. He was there. He wrestled an evil ice cream man. (laughs) All right. All right. That's about right. Just two guys that came out to attack them and became Team Junk Food. <laughs> uh, what else did I see? Uh... No, Cheeseburger needs a tag team partner named Fries. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a uh, I saw War Machine from Ring of Honor are now the new BCW Tag Team Champions. That was it. That was cool. Hopefully I'll get to see them come back, because I think I'm going to go to more shows of these. That was fun. Uh, I also say the promoter did not pass the firm handshake test. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. One of them limp, limp, limp old dicks. But it, from what I understand, that is an old school wrestling thing where you shake your hand to show how stiff you work. Light handshake, you're a light worker. Firm harm shake, firm yeah, handshake. You're a stiff worker. Ah, I see, I see, I see. So okay, if you're okay. the promoter, you're not going to be t- trying to break someone's hand with a handshake. Exactly. My biggest pet peeve in a handshake, besides a weak handshake, is when someone closes too early, and I can't. I I'm not able to get that good grip. So they're like. Oh, okay. They like close on my fingers, and I'm not able to. I'm not able to get the thumb to thumb action. <laughs> no, hate it, hate it. And then yeah, it makes me then you feel like you you were one half of a cool handshake. Yeah. you didn't know you were part of. Yeah, you're the cuck of that handshake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it pisses me off. <laughs> I always, though. I also say I do. I like a good firm handshake, but don't squeeze so hard that you're trying to hurt. No, 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 no. Firm, yeah. firm. The, the minute it feels like like there's firm, and then I feel like the the moment that it even like creeps into squeeze territory, I'm like, I'm gonna punch this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Like it feels, firm? it feels threatening immediately, and I yeah. my fight or flight kicks in, and for me, that's always gonna be fight. Yeah. <laughs> it will always be fight. Firm and a rigid wrist. Is how I do it, and you know what? Nothing. Well, there, there's plenty, but I love a woman with a firm, strong handshake. That is very sexy. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Like, but again, like I fuck with the boys. (laughs) Oh, there was one dude who I think his name was Jason Priest, who had a, a a gimmick I really enjoyed. He's he was a priest. That was his gimmick. So he comes out to the ring with an altar boy. No. And, yes. 
And as he's like making his entrance, he's got a chalice. So he drinks from the chalice and then, you know, spits it out into the, <laughs> into the air. He gives the chalice to his altar boy, who then starts blessing everyone in the crowd <laughs> with the water. Oh, God. That's it, kind of amazing. It was pretty awesome. That guy's great. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that guy wins wrestling. Yeah. And then I also learned that the BCW women's champion is uh, 17 years old. Whoa! What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, WWE crowned their youngest singles champion this weekend with the the uh, United Kingdom Championship. That is true. 19-year-old dude. Wow. That's great. It's a fucking young buck D. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts, man. And then, what else happened in my weekend? Oh, I did uh, some board gaming, and I discovered the song of my victory is the uh, Seinfeld theme song. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. You have to explain this to me, because I love Seinfeld. Like, I didn't realize how much I loved Seinfeld until I started re-watching reruns recently, and then I realized that my wife hates Seinfeld, and I'll go around the house singing... The Seinfeld theme song, just bow, 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 So I have been so excited. Pick, to, I'll, I'll pick Friends over Seinfeld any day. I, I, I I've oh, been fuck so, Friends. I watched all of Seinfeld. I did not finish Friends. I was not there for the final few seasons of Friends. We have watched Friends a lot of times. Oh, oh, that brings me to a great story. We're in. Shit, were we in Bangalore, Jose, or were we yeah, in... Yeah, I think so. I think we were in Bangalore, and we're flipping through the channels, and Friends is on, and it's the season where uh, Rachel and Joey are banging and, like, living together. Like They which, never bang. They, they were together, but they never really banged. They were, but they, yeah, weren't sure. they together? No, Joey fucked them all. Weren't they together? They were almost together for like three okay. episodes. Okay, okay. I realized it was stupid. That's enough fun. time to bang. Well, <laughs> we watched an episode where it must have been one of those three episodes. Yeah. Which I had never seen before. I knew something had happened. And then Jose says, I have never seen an episode of Friends. And he had the remote. <laughs> And we fucking sat there and we watched that whole goddamn episode. <laughs> Jose watched his first ever episode of Friends, and it was the Rachel Joey era in a hotel room in Bengaluru, India. <laughs> That's incredible. Jesus. So. When in Rome, right? Tell me why the Seinfeld theme song is your victory song. <laughs> so we're playing uh, this game called Hero Realms, and it's kind of a deck building game. So what you do is you start off with a character and their basic deck. And then as every turn goes, you draw five cards. You use the gold in your hand to buy other cards that are out kind of in... Not an auction style, but... The cards are out. They each have point values. You have a set amount amount to buy with. So you buy cards, add those to your deck, and you just keep cycling through. Oh, I hate this already. It's actually a really fun game. I thought I wouldn't like it, but I enjoyed it quite a bit once you get it, once I started figuring it out. Okay. And so I was having a real slow start. I wasn't losing, but I wasn't like, wrecking house. And then for whatever reason, I had decided 
to look up the video on YouTube that is a 10-hour loop of the Seinfeld theme song. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just started to play it. And then from then on, I pretty much dominated the game and eliminated <laughs> eliminated three of my four opponents in half an hour and won the game. <laughs> The best like part was just you, you, like you just fucking start playing music outside the Waco compound, man. Like you, just, <laughs> you broke them down. <laughs> the best part was at the end of like every ver- bit of the song, there'd be like a three second gap, and it would start up again. And you'd always think like, oh, is it, is it going to start up again? And then it would. <laughs> As my friend Tom said, he goes, you know, it's like every time it starts, it's like the first time I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so so my my friends Tom and Andy we're both just we're all sitting there just jamming out to the song. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. Our house guests our our house not our house guests, the people whose house we're in, our our good friend Justin, uh he and his friend Brianna were not too thrilled, but whatever. <laughs> it's it's not my house. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that is the song of my victory. That's great. And we were also talking that night about uh, Rich Swan. You guys are familiar with Rich Swan, right? Yeah, but I, I am. Can you? So we realized his gimmick is pretty much that he's just dancing away the sadness. Because <laughs> you know, it's like. He, they always talk like, oh, Rich Swan's parents died, and then here he is dancing. So it really feels like he's just dancing the pain away. I was going through a bunch of uh, shoot videos on YouTube, just, just wasting some time watching some videos. And I stumbled upon a video of Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta interviewing someone i forget who it was but they were just in like their God, shitty of those guys so they were much. in like their shitty apartment or whatever and if you don't follow trent beretta on twitter you are doing yourself a disservice I, he is one of the best follows on twitter right I, now. I do not follow trent beretta on twitter <laughs> He's pr- trent beretta is pretty much like what if mahoney was a wrestler oh okay sold like to the to the point where every now and then he will just randomly search and start retweeting everyone says who says something like "Gotta have my coffee in the morning." Yes, yes. <laughs> he tweets weird like, links at Jose. <laughs> pretty much. Fucking weirdos. It's he's pretty much just Mahoney as a wrestler. It's it's pretty great. But it was Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta interviewing someone. I forget who it was. And then halfway through the video, Rich Swan with. Uh, very short cropped hair just kind of appears and starts and he goes and sits on the floor in the back of the shot and drinks a beer. (laughs) You missed the days when uh, Chuck Taylor and Beretta were constantly tweeting shirtless pictures of themselves at the rock. Oh, no, they (laughs) they uh, touched on that in that video. (laughs) Good. Yeah, no, there was, like, a couple months where it was, it, I think it was, like, every PWG show, they would just take whoever they're hanging out with, make them all pop their shirts off, and then take a picture and send it to The Rock and say, like, sup, bud? That's great. Just a bunch <laughs> of cool bros hanging out. I'm gonna follow Chip Retta on Twitter. Yeah, no, it, it, he is a must-follow for 
pretty much anyone. So, Kelly. I, I actually think Mo I retweeted something he said, and Mahoney actually favorited it, and I don't think he knew what he was doing. Ah! <laughs> got him. So, what's this Twitter? <laughs> it's It's like Facebook, but full of people I don't. It's full of people I actually want to hear their thoughts. Nice. Oh, shit. Facebook is the opposite. Yeah, uh, I think Jose messaged me on Facebook the other day asking me if I know his Twitter login. <laughs> <laughs> I want Jose to have 19 Twitters like he has Skype accounts. <laughs> so, uh, Kelly, I was following yes. your, your Twitter this past week. And you were keeping up with the Nintendo Switch, um, what was it, like a yeah. keynote? Or was it like a... Yeah, they, it was like their big presentation where they were announcing the date that it was releasing, a bunch of its software and the price and that kind of stuff. Okay. I don't need to know about the games or any of that, but explain to me the core concept of the Switch, because I don't think I can... I don't... I Maybe I'm too old? I just can't wrap my brain around like what it is. What do you it's, what do you do? Uh, it's a home console and a mobile console. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're combining their like something like your Wii and something like your th like your DS. Okay. So, yeah, so you could be sitting on the couch, you're playing your game on the the couch, then you walk over, pick the screen up off the switch, throw the control on the side of it, and now you're carrying the game you were playing a minute ago and now you're playing it outside. Yeah, all right. with all so, your like, friends say, who also have Nintendo Switches. Okay, so at one point I saw it's got the controller with the, the two handles and then a piece in the middle, and they all kind of hook together. Yeah. And then I've also seen the two controllers, handheld controllers, on their own, free, and then also the two controllers connected to the screen to be a portable thing. What the yeah. fuck? Those... When they disconnect the two handles, like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like is that like, like the nunchucks, there, right? Are there the, buttons yeah. where yes. it connects? It's like the the Wii nunchucks. Yeah, but yes. like I, I Jose is right. There's they're pretty much so you will have games that where it will be two player and they can each function as their own controller, or you can just detach them at while you're playing like on your TV and then you can just be like laying back and have both your arms just in completely different directions <laughs> playing the game but, like that was, giving yourself a stranger yeah that was one thing they even like really kind of went into detail about they're like look you can play this and not have to like you guys look how far apart my arms are right now <laughs> it's like it won't it's not this sometimes uncomfortable position that you're forced into when you're playing video games for a long time it's like you can switch up however you're going to sit which is, I, I feel like sometime in 1999, someone in Nintendo turned in a sketch of a regular-looking controller and was beaten to death, <laughs> and no one ever dared do it again. No, the, the GameCube controller is awesome. Yeah, but it's fucking weird-looking. We yeah, it's still weird as fuck. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put a big-ass yellow stick over here, but we're going to surround it with smaller buttons. Just to really fuck with you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the GameCube controller. Like, in all honesty, that's my favorite controller design ever. 
Nah, fuck that. Nintendo 64. And even that was weird as fuck. <laughs> Name of the weirdest one of all. It has That's three so handles. <laughs> well, and to be fair, Jose's Nintendo 64 controller is a weird-ass aftermarket yeah. left-handed controller. Oh, it's a real one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I picked one that helped me play as a lefty. And I fucking dominate! Okay. <laughs> I just posted a link to an image in the chat and in the in the Skype chat. And instead of like is there buttons on the side of the controller where it connects to the middle thing? Like I feel like Yeah, there are. That's but that's I've, weird. It's also part of how it connects from what I understand. So like that blue handle, there's the joystick by the guy's thumb on the the front side and then there's also buttons on the uh, on the side too that's that's fucking wild <laughs> <laughs> it's revolutionary it's bl it's blowing my mind i'm not gonna yeah. get one yeah, I don't know. i'm on the fence about it like on the one I'm hand i'm not gonna get it at launch because there's nothing besides the zelda the new legend of zelda game that actually looks fucking rad even though i've never played one of those games before have you seen the trailer for that lee yeah, yeah. I mean, like, well, that looks incredible. pretty good, and 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 it's not six hundred dollars, which is a huge step in the right direction. Like, yeah, like, like three hundred is manageable, but right now, I there's nothing besides that Zelda game that makes me really want to get it. I, I, hope, I hope it, I hope it works to... out because I feel like yeah. if this doesn't work, then they're done with home consoles. Yeah, I really need to debate about making my purchase once they completely stop supporting the 3ds. I don't think they ever will. I don't know. It really depends on how things are going to go. I mean, the 3D, they, they, they sell, they still sell 3DSs over, hand over fucking fist, man. Like, yeah. and they're constantly upgrading it and people keep buying new ones. Like, that's, I, that's what's keeping them afloat because the Wii U was, by all accounts, a catastrophic failure. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, it's going to be a collector's item in the future because there's so few of them out there. Right. And they made like nine games, just like yeah. the Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the you know the the Saturn didn't do great. The Dreamcast was a fucking nightmare. And Sega, well, sorry guys, we're no longer in the console business. You want Sonic to play with Mario now? No problem. You know? <laughs> it's, uh, if, if this shit happens again with them, I think we're going to be playing Mario on the PlayStation in ten years. You know, <laughs> I think the Switch is going to do well. It's it's good. It's got a good price. It's got a lot of a lot of stuff developers can work with. I I find it odd that they're bringing Skyrim to it, but that's not until like December. Even though that game is what so you can make soup on Nintendo now. <laughs> now, yeah, I saw one game, or maybe it was just a demo to show how you could use the controllers against a friend. But it was oh, fucking arms. You talking about arms, nice? No, uh, I don't know. Is arms the one where you can milk a cow? No. <laughs> there was a demo <laughs> well, that's, where that's to switch. Okay, there was a demo. Where you you could milk a cow and you raced your friend to see who could uh, fill up your bucket faster. Uh, it just looks like you're jerking someone off. Really, really does. Really does. Well, well, I remember why when, do they uh, not have red light district the game and you just. <laughs> Milk people as they come in because it's <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo's the family console. I mean, uh, when, they when, uh, when they launched the Wii U, they're like, "And coming to the Wii U on launch day, Arkham City." It's like, 
Will played that game two years ago. <laughs> we've, we've, we've already beat that. Like, but this time, you're going to do it while holding an iPad controller. Like, Fuck you! <laughs> no one wants that! <laughs> it was like, yeah, right now, the only games I'm, I'm really kind of super interested in are that Zelda game, just pretty much based off that newest trailer, because it shows you how much actual yeah. voice acting improves those kind of games. Yeah, and then, uh, what else? There was, uh, there's going to be a new hi- uh, Fire Emblem game of some sort, but I think it might be in the Dynasty Warriors vein, so that could be pretty cool. And then just whatever other bizarre Japan shit comes out. Because I know they're also not region locking this one like they did. Oh, that's kind of nice. Videos. Yeah, so any super weird Japan shit, that means cool. you can get that. <laughs> That, you get that. You want that good shit. That specific type of weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... My favorite part of the whole thing was when there was a dude, one of the developers, I think his name is Suda51. Something like that. And he just totally fucked up the translator so hard. Oh. Like, he's just going and going and going and going and going, and then the translator's like, uh, I enjoyed working on this game. <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude does not stop talking. He's just fucking going, and the translator's like, it's going to be a very good game! <laughs> <laughs> but whatever game he's working on is going to be wrestling-themed, from what I understand, so that could be cool. I'd be totally in for a JRPG wrestling game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, doesn't, be awesome. that doesn't sound like something you'd be into at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm surprised they didn't announce anything Pokemon related, which seems odd. Well, I mean, are they aren't they still counting their money from Pokemon Go? But I mean, they too. yeah, they just released Sun and Moon, and a lot of people were thinking they're going to announce Pokemon Stars as the third version. How of do they? Sun and Moon. How did they know it was going to be Stars? <laughs> this is just the rumored title. Maybe it could have been Clovers or Purple Horseshoes. It was probably going to be stars, Ben, ah! based on based on this part in the game when a dude fucking launches himself into space and goes, "I'm going to the stars." Oh, that was Mary's mobile game that she made. <laughs> this Zelda game looks dope as fuck. I'm watching it again. <laughs> like that trailer is awesome, and I, I remember watching that trailer. Like, man, I want to see this movie, right? Like, I don't necessarily want to play it, but after watching some gameplay footage, it actually looks kind of like a lot like Red Dead Redemption at times, and I'd fucking love that game. I haven't played a Zelda game in a long time. I, tried, I played some of Twilight Princess, but it's hot ass, so I didn't, didn't finish that one. Yeah, no, I'm actually... I Once I do get the Switch, I will pick that game up. Breath of the Wild. That's it. So aside from being an old man not understanding shit, Nyes, what's going on? Uh, just a few <laughs> things. Uh, first off, I want to talk about these uh, uh, quarter-scale uh, NECA uh, movie Ninja Turtles. Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go to my Facebook. Uh, there is a picture from the NECA fans, courtesy of NECA's Twitter, where they have all four of the quarter-scale 1990 movie Ninja Turtles NECA figures posed exactly like the scene when they decide they need to go back to the city and save Splinter. Um, give you a little backstory. 
the first one that they showed and announced was Donatello, and Donatello's my boy. And uh, my lovely wife pre-ordered him for me for my birthday in June, end of June. Uh, and Entertainment Earth said it was uh, supposed to ship in July of 2016. Uh, Entertainment Earth's website currently oh. says it's supposed to ship in January of 2017. So we oh. uh, they kept pushing back the release date uh, a month here, a month there. And, you know, money's tight, and and they don't charge you until it ships. So there's, there's just kind of this $90 just kind of in the ether just waiting. Yeah, ni- it was $90, by the way. And See, I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, take take the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a fucking uh, Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, like this, let, let it go. That way, that way, it's gone and accounted for. Just, just take it. <laughs> so we were having a discussion of, about money at some point, and this was a couple months later. And I'm like, you know what? Let's cancel that Donatello because they keep pushing it back. We're probably not going to see it for a few months. And who knows if when it finally ships, we might be low on cash and that 90 bucks might make us bounce a check or something. And then right, also, right. also, they they showed this Donatello. God forbid they make all four of them and I'm going to want all four of them. <laughs> and that's 360 fucking dollars. So now we're looking at all four turtles. They look... Fucking amazing. They really do. And now on Entertainment Earth, uh, still up for pre-order. Uh, Donatello is $97. Raphael is 100 So uh, we're looking more at probably about 380 once uh, you know you figure shipping and all that involved. They're super fucking nice, though. But, yes, they look nice. But for $90, $97, I would want to have it in hand first, just like your fucking Voltrons. That's it. Like, as bummed as it was to not have it, it was kind of cool to be able to be like, hey, I got to play with it a little bit. Right. <laughs> it's still, it's not It's not a hot toy. It's not going to be that poseable or that well detailed. It's still a plastic action figure for $90. So I, w- I would worry that I would get it and be disappointed just... In relation to the cost, yeah, I, I bought a NECA figure for the very first time, and a lot—maybe the first time ever, actually. I bought the uh, Ash from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Those figures are nice. You know what, man? Really nice figures. Uh, NECA's quality—they're solid. It was pretty cool because they had um, the the Ash figure in particular. He has his shirt, and then like the crotch part of his pants are made of rubber. So, ah, nice. So you can, you know, you can kind of move his torso. He has a joint in his torso, but there's not this big. You don't. There's not a big visible cut across the center of his chest. It's all underneath the, the the pant piece and shirt and shirt piece. So I'm like, that's really clever and kind of awesome. I feel like these NECA turtles need. They each need a base, a, a stand base somehow, and and they all need. Alternate heads, alternate hands. In order, they come with seven sets of hands. Do they? Yeah. Oh, they yeah, do they come, come with, with extra hands. hands. They don't come with extra heads, though. No extra heads, but they are kind of doing like pretty, 
and pretty iconic faces. I feel. Oh, like. oh, no, the faces are fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, I had yeah. the the super scale bride from Kill Bill and Marv from the Sin City movie, uh, which they they were like thirty inches tall each of them. You know, not a, a whole lot of articulation on them whatsoever. Right, right. but. I was able to get those from Spencer's for like thirty bucks a piece. Right. Those are, those were decent though. It's just <sighs> turtles have what looks like thirty points of articulation. Yeah. Sixteen and a half inches tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're big boys. They're and they look even bigger than you expect them to in person. <laughs> Where have you seen one? Oh, we had one at the shop. What? What? He went home now? Yeah, we special He's ordered. like, yeah, yeah, I get $75 off. No, we had a, a guy special ordered it through us. Oh, I thought so they weren't out yet. No, they're out. Well, at least um, Donnie's out. Huh. Oh, I think that's oh fucking jealous. <laughs> uh, so, uh, instead of having one turtle, I have zero turtles. But And if you haven't seen him, also the uh, SH figure art. Uh, turtles based on those the things are fucking crazy. The, the animated awesome. versions, the, yeah. yeah, those look really cool. Those SH figure arts, though, it's tough because those are at sixty bucks for a six inch action figure. Yeah, I picked up one of those twenty dollar based off the movie ones. Oh, yeah, I got the I got the Leo from that series. Ah, that reminds me. Yeah, that reminds me. Fucking so. Last week we alluded to it a little bit about. Uh, with my sleep hallucinations and my stress and all that, <laughs> and and how last last Tuesday we were having some eleventh uh, hour business stress and we were we were kind of scrambling all day in regards to money, uh, you know, because we got a trip coming up that's gonna be ex- the trip is going to be expensive and and we're worried that you know we might not be able to eat on this trip, so we we come to a point where we're thinking that everything is everything looks good we're told that everything will be all right uh we should be fine and then maybe like 45 minutes later i get a facebook message from jose and it's a uh picture of donatello as the undertaker he's in a target <laughs> or a walmart and he says dude they got macho angelo and donatello as the undertaker you want <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, we just, like, really had a struggle in regards to money, but if he's gonna Fuck get yeah, fucked, if he's gonna get fucking Macho Angelo, goddamn right I want Donatello! <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the, uh, the WWE SH figure arts they've got? I'm I I have the uh, Stone Cold on order. No, they're doing Stone Cold, The Rock, and Triple H. Like, hey, let me throw this uh, picture here in the chat. This is the Stone Cold, and he comes with uh, flowing uh, beer can accessories. Oh, yeah, I'm I can't wait for it to show up. Yeah, he's got the yeah. It, they're 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 pretty ridiculous. They look incredible. Flowing beer can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, fucking straight up got the double Steve Weisers. See, but that's something that the fucking Mattel figure should have already. 
The only problem I have with the figure arts is that uh, the they they have an incredible range of motion. They're they're very nice figures, right. but like they don't always do the best job, like hiding joints and making like sometimes they just the arms look like segmented weird messes. Okay. Yeah. I, out of the ones that I have, I have three. Uh, the Kamen Rider Ghost, Kamen Rider Spectre, and a Godzilla. I think I love all three of them that I have, and I'm really looking forward to getting the Stone Cold. <laughs> that I just posted in the chat. Uh, it's The Rock giving Stone Cold a rock bottom, and it looks amazing. Oh, shit. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> Uh, God damn it. Uh, real quick, uh, the other two things I wanted to touch on are Felicity Jones on Saturday Night Live this weekend. Uh, might She might have been the worst host since Donald Trump. In fact, Donald, oh. Donald Trump was able to memorize his lines better than Felicity Jones was. She was straight up dead-eyeing the cue cards the entire episode. She's an actress, right? She is an actress. She yeah, is not. She. <laughs> she Who is she? Why don't I give a shit about her? Uh, Rogue One. Oh, there she is. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I was. She oh, was... it's the hot Rogue One chick. Yes, 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 yes. I was excited. Oh, that's that's sad to hear. I was excited <laughs> to watch her on Saturday Night Live and see if she actually had some uh, personality because I didn't see any of it in Rogue One, and uh, boy, was <laughs> well, I surprised. She, she only rebels. Mm-hmm. She didn't even say that in the movie. She didn't yeah, have didn't. to. <laughs> I rebel. Like, do you? You sure? Actions speak louder than words. And then uh, this this I uh, stumbled upon this right before the chat. Uh, DinosaurDracula.com is one of my what? favorite sites to go what? to right now. DinosaurDracula.com. Don't say what to me, Lee, because you fucking retweeted his link today. <laughs> Oh, that. Okay, DinosaurDracula.com. DinosaurDracula.com. This guy's gimmick is he loves weird shit, weird toys, weird old ads, weird old food. This site rocks, man. Yeah. Oh, this site is it, oh, it, cool. it is such a, a great time waster. Like, a lot of his articles are he'll buy an old food product from 30 years ago on eBay and then do a review of it. Like, he won't oh, no. eat it. He won't oh. eat it, but like he'll he'll review the packaging and what it looks like today, so on and so forth. And then today's article is about this is cool, man. Yeah, it is about changeables, the Happy Meal toys, which were McDonald's food that transformed into robots. I'll have and, you know, I actually yeah. went on eBay looking for them. <laughs> See, <laughs> I remember these. I don't know if I had any of them. I remember these distinctly. I had fucking all of them. Now and I'd have them play with the Fraggle Rock Racers. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I saw this article, I immediately thought of Lee, and I immediately thought, you know what? A fucking bomb-ass present for Lee would be one day to just fucking collect all the changeables and surprise him. <laughs> no, that would be fucking amazing, because I, I, can't, I couldn't pull the trigger on him. I'm like, ah, what kind of pr What kind of prices were you looking at? Uh, I saw a set of nine for 30 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not That's bad. Not bad. But uh, for... But like, uh, for those at home or for those too young, uh, Kelly. Uh, I have the hammer. 
<laughs> Changeables. Had, uh, at some point, I had the Nugget Box, and I know I had the Ice Cream Cone. The great thing about the Nugget Box, the Nugget Box, the Hotcakes Box, and the fucking Big Mac Box, is that they're all modeled after the old school styrofoam packaging that McDonald's used right, to have, yeah. which they don't which have at that anymore. Point was just the packaging. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was McDonald's food that changed into robots, and they were pretty decent. Like, you know, like, they're, they're, they don't have uh, 900 points of articulation, but what a stupid, fun idea. <laughs> yeah, and for, like, you know, a promo-free fucking food item, like, yeah. they're pretty good toys. Pretty yeah. neat. And, that, and that's it for me. That's awesome. Check out Dinosaur Dracula. There is some good shit on there. Yeah, that's some neat shit on here, yeah. I, I, the, I think the first Dinosaur Dracula article i read is he's obsessed with uh uh like retired kool-aid flavors and there was a issue of spider-man there was an issue of spider-man that came with a kool-aid like uh sample in the pages of the book and he was just obsessed with like finding that book and and trying the (laughs) (laughs) kool-aid check it out y'all incredible what's got going on jose i am growing an avocado tree and other various things nice um we Uh, bought two avocados at aldi's last monday and i cut into them today and they were inedible (laughs) (laughs) i'm not brave enough i'm not brave enough to take the plunge and like try to grow my own shit i can't do it oh it's it's not very the first, easy. It's not the first time Jose's tried to grow his own shit. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, just you wait. Oh, okay. Um, I will. So <laughs> he said, "I will be waiting eagerly." <laughs> DM me, homie. How how long? How long am I waiting? Well, we're gonna be waiting four years for avocados. Oh God. Four years. Well, it takes. If you're growing an avocado tree from like a baby seed to to actually fruiting, it doesn't start fruiting beautifully three to four years. It's it's not a you know instant reward kind of. It's thing. not it's not what you would call a run by fruiting. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's. Uh, it's got some good length to it. The leaves are big and fucking nice. Uh, growing some scallions. Going to grow my own uh, uh, red and white onions. Watch out, world. Going off the grid, motherfuckers. Yeah, we thought about maybe planting a little garden for a while. Uh, but we have my own cilantro. Rabbits. Oh, these rabbits. So the rabbits would eat all the, all the stuff we planted, but yeah. for sure. But now we have snakes. And the snakes, I feel like, have taken care of the rabbit problem. So maybe, so maybe we could oh. grow some things. But then the bird's going to eat the snakes. Oh, God. You guys are snake people now? Ugh. I, I, I worried about <laughs> this when you bought... the yard. I worried about this when you bought the bird, and you became bird people. <laughs> but now you're snake people. I don't know. I, think... I went to the mini barn <laughs> to look for something, and I opened a box, and it was just full of snakes. Oh, oh my God. God. It was so fucking scary, you guys. Thank, thank you <laughs> for tonight's. You thank you for tonight's uh, I sleep hallucination. And ran out of the mini barn <laughs> across the yard, and my oh. wife comes out. And is like, what's your problem? I go, there's fucking snakes. And she walked into. And this is a woman who I've seen actually cry 
because a moth landed on her. Like, <laughs> like actually cried. Tears. Walks into the mini bar and goes, well, he's just a little fella. Like, it wouldn't shit. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, that's... And granted, like, if I, like, you know, we're walking... A lot of it was, like, shock as well. Like, if I'm walking and I see a snake on the sidewalk, I'm like, holy fuck. But, like, you know, opening a box full of my possessions and finding a snake is scary goddamn times. Okay, okay. okay. You said it was full of snakes. Yeah, if there's one snake, it's full of snakes. He <laughs> <laughs> said one, one is full enough, motherfucker. How many you want in there? No, there, uh, there were two snakes and at least one mouse carcass. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was f- fucked up. I like it. Didn't like it at all. Didn't care for it. What's what he got going on? Is there anything? Just, uh, you know. Being a mad scientist in the garden, bro. I'm excited, yeah. man. Like, I, I hope it works out. Uh, I, I'll, I'll send. I'll show you a picture. I'll put it. I'll put it in the thing. Hey, uh, can you uh, come over and do something about my front lawn? <laughs> Twenty-five bucks. Forty-five. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say five? And I just. Up I said twenty five. Yeah, I think you said twenty five. And I said cool. You fucking upped it, man. I'm the worst negotiator ever. <laughs> twenty five. He says no, sir. How about fifty? Remember when I, when I was in high school, uh, and I wanted to get a. I was in the band, and I wanted to buy my own saxophone because you could use the school for one of my own. And so I'm calling around looking for uh, uh, like pawn shops, looking for. Saxophone. I call this one guy. Like, hey, you got a saxophone? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, how much? The sixty bucks. Cool. And um, got my mom to take me up there, whatever. And uh, the guy pulled it out of the counter, put the thing like, okay, here we go. Uh, I'd be sixty bucks. And I went, you said it's gonna be thirty on the phone. And the guy's like, yeah. I go, yeah. <laughs> and my mom, my mom looks at me, and I've never in my life seen her so proud. <laughs> <laughs> As when I fucking tricked this guy into giving me a saxophone for thirty dollars. <laughs> My son, <laughs> like I have, she's like the student doesn't go. My son, for I have nothing left to teach you. <laughs> let's let's go get you a happy meal, boy. <laughs> I heard they got the new changeables. <laughs> How about that hustle, man? How about that hustle? How about that hustle. You, you get a fucking sacked up, but like, nah, motherfucker. I said sixty, but nope. He was like, really? Okay, I'm like, dummy. Customer's <laughs> always right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> dumb, dumb. It's uh, it takes a break. It takes a break. We'll uh, hydrate all that. Come back. We'll fucking talk about the news and the comic books and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I nice. I think another solid week of news. Yeah, good stuff. Although, you know what? You know, fuck you for all the CBR links in the news thread. I kept, well, I'm trying to read them and just everyone fucking autoplay video. I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm so I am sorry. But it's not your fault. You you're merely you're you're merely a messenger. It's yeah, not but your fault. Let me explain. Like I've got my in Gmail, I've got my pop like I got my pop news links organized. And I open all in tabs, and CBR is the first one because CBR used to be 
the best one before right. they had fucking autoplay ads. So well, it's not even ads. They're these weird, like one minute long, unnecessary video packages yeah. about their mundane bullshit and their article content. It's the weirdest shit. Yeah. yeah. Try opening one of their links while you're trying to record a podcast. It's a real pain in the fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do that. We'll come back in a minute and talk about that. All right. Love you, kids. Bye. Break! What's the harm in going over just to say hello? She's beautiful. You're a zombie from the thriller. Ripped Apparel 
is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panels on pages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side, side up, and gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And that was a, a Bloodhound Gang song, Socially Awkward Penguin. Yeah. It sounded like Jimmy Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sound it since Hefty Fine, Bloodhound Gang, or or specifically Jimmy Pop's vocals, have been a lot nicer. A lot softer. Like, you don't get much angry young Jimmy Pop anymore. I've often thought about that as for like in bands and stuff. I heard uh, uh, Corey Taylor on some podcast, and he's like, you're fucking, you know. We're fucking rich now. <laughs> he's got a regular dude, you know what I mean? All this stuff. But then, like, you know, they, you know, made. That Slipknot album, and that Slipknot album, the last one is it's fucking hard. It's a Slipknot album, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, yeah. like I, I get making a Slipknot album when you're 19, 20, you know, you know, just you're you still got the way of the world on your shoulder. You you guys to be mad at, but like, how do you still make a Slipknot album when you're rich as fuck, hyper successful, and have a loving family? But I feel like when you, uh, specifically Slipknot, when you put on that mask, I, I'm sure they're not wearing the fucking masks in the studio, but. Right, right, right. right. They, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you 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 kind of change into that character, yeah. No, I, I, I that makes sense. That's probably that makes sense. Like it, it was the fucking main problem with corn, man. Corn went fucking downhill quick after they yeah. got rich. <laughs> remember They're that? All religious now. Remember that god awful word up cover they did? Oh. Uh, <laughs> That is the tried to forget. That is the exhibit A for when Corn uh, lost their edge. But they lost their edge way well before that. Well before that. So let's uh, let's do the news, or we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk new metal all night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was my fucking shit, son. What? Clear songs. We'll do it live. All right. We're doing it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 17th, 2017. And I started my intro way too early. Fucking thing Fucking sucks. thing sucks. The first images and details of Netflix's The Defenders have been released thanks to Entertainment Weekly. Stars and showrunners were mum with the details, but I can confirm one thing. I would have sex with all four of them. 
<laughs> Peter Dinklage is in talks to join Avengers Infinity War because apparently that cast is so overstuffed they only had room for another half of a character. <laughs> After Marvel dropped their digital copies last week, DC is adding them to their Rebirth superhero titles along with a $1 price increase. Until they drop the digital copies and start packaging their books with random codes for copies of Hawk and Dove number four. <laughs> uh, I actually had it as Hawk and Dove number seven for a second there, but I wasn't sure if Hawk and Dove made it to number seven. <laughs> and I didn't feel like researching Hawk and Dove at that point. You know what, though? Eight issues. Eight? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson met with DC last week to discuss plans for Shazam, as well as the current state of the DCEU, which he claims is under a massive tonal shift en route to more hope, optimism, and fun. I like to imagine the real story is The Rock kicked down the doors of the DC movie offices and threatened <laughs> them with a tonal shift of his own. Uh, Lucasfilm has released a statement that they will not recreate recently past Carrie Fisher using CGI for future Star Wars films, apparently because they realized how bad it looked in Rogue One. Aww. Finally, in an update from our story last week, it has been confirmed that Marvel CEO Ike Perlmutter will be advising President-elect Donald J. Trump on Veterans Affairs. And more details regarding the position have been revealed, including that it will not affect his role as Marvel CEO. Except, of course, he'll return to the office every Monday, eerily smelling like Russian hooker piss and despair. <laughs> and that oh God. is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 17th, 2017. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. Let's uh, talk some Defenders images. You guys. You guys. I'm so glad I'm excited. <laughs> it looks real cool. Uh, they all look great. Um, right. Is that like? Is that seriously not like the most fuckable cast of a television series you've ever seen? It might be. I, I like, mean, like that, oh, beautiful that we would watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but like, not only would I probably fuck all four of them, I wouldn't mind watching any of them fuck each other. Or anyone, for that matter. Right, right. Well, I mean, but them specifically. Like, let's let's keep it in the family here, you know? Uh, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Don't need to be crass. But uh, Finn Jones with his shirt open and the dragon tattoo showing, that's great. That's great. I like that they didn't uh, blow the wad and show him full in on, whatever yeah. mask might wear yeah. in this. Uh, and, uh, a pit. Some of the details, you know, kind of light, but it's just that it looks like they're going to uh, factor into the, uh, the 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 scary murder hole that Elektra and Matt found in Daredevil Season 2, so that's cool, tying yes. it all together a little bit. Yes. I uh, got pictures of Luke Cage and his prison oranges from where we last saw him, like, really threading that goddamn needle in a brilliant way. Uh, we've got a name for Sigour Sigourney Weaver, which is Alexandra. Means nothing, uh, and and I think at, at best it's a red herring. If if she's not yeah. just a completely 
new character. It's it's a fucking she she's probably Mephisto. <laughs> right? Mephisto aka Alexandra. Uh and the Defenders is actually supposed to be a culmination of Danny Rand's story. And he's going to kind of be I don't want to call him the leader, but he kind of brings everyone together because I get, I, I, I guess, like that. I, I like that there that 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 plays well to the flow of how the shows are released. I, I like that. Yes, very much so. Yeah, so yeah, and, you know, they're, if they're able to kind of pick up threads from the other shows, that's great, you know. But you know, kind of. It should be a somewhat sequel to all the shows, but it should also feel natural as a thing that comes after the one that comes before it. Does that make sense? Yes. Because okay, he yeah. can also... I mean, uh, you know, Daredevil's already discovered the hole, and there's got to be news stories about Jessica and about Luke. There's obviously news stories about Daredevil, so... With his, yeah, Luke fought a guy on TV. Yeah, with his money and influence, he can kind of find these people and bring them together. And say like, "Yo, yo, <laughs> help a brother out." What's up, kids on the streets? Yes. And then, uh, last little bit of Defenders news is uh, Marvel has announced a new Defenders title that looks very Netflixy by Brian Michael Bendis and David Marquez. Which I feel like Lee is going to be excited about one of those names. I mean, I feel like I would have been excited about all of that stuff, you know, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, before, I'm kind of the same way. I'm going to read it, but... Before Bendis's Guardians of the Galaxy run? Or even before that? Well, it's, it's more about what's happened with the characters now. Like, what... They're 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 filling in some some blanks as far as what's happening with Luke and Jessica a little bit in the Jessica Jones book, and I appreciate that. But they really fucked up Daredevil, and the the big thing being, you know, no one knows who he is, and I I don't like that. Like, if none of those people know who Matt is anymore, why would they be on a team with him? Like that team <laughs> is built upon their relationships. I feel like or it should be. Yeah. Did they say what happened yet? No. Of course not. No. 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 Sure didn't. Sure didn't. But I will say the last story though about the uh, the of course he's an inhuman uh, serial killer was pretty cool. Yeah, I heard that was good. Yeah, the story was this uh, guy comes into his apartment and finds a painting on his wall that is just made with the drained blood of numerous people. And so there's this crazy ass inhuman out there who's murdering people and using their bodies for weird art installations. That's kind of awesome. Uh, and so, you know, Daredevil's boy goes to try to track him down. Shit don't work. He gets his eyeballs taken out and super macabre. Very, very like, like very seven. In a weird way. It was pretty good. I liked that story a lot, actually. It was probably the best it's been. But it still has that tinge to it of, you know... Yeah, but you don't know why he's suddenly a DA and, you know, why no one knows who he is and why they decided to shit on the legacy of what came before for the past 10 plus years. That, that, that bums me out. I don't like that. 
But Next this story. show, you guys. This fucking show. We're, 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 we're back in, you know. Shit, I've been waiting my whole life for territory. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yep, yep. Uh, Avengers on the big screen and Defenders and Preacher on the small screen. Who'd have thunk it? I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it all. I still need to fucking finish Preacher. God damn it. Oh god damn it. Uh, next story is Peter Dinklage is reportedly in discussions for a key role in in, in Avengers Infinity War. Mo-Doc, he's he's going to play one of Mo-Doc, the Modok. Modok. <laughs> <laughs> what what would Modok do in Infinity War? If he's played by Peter Dinklage, look awesome. <laughs> he, he may be. Uh, you can replace everything Doctor Doom did with Modok. <sighs> that's a lot. Fight. That's Don't a lot, it, man. That's a lot. Well, and that's why you're getting Dinklage, a man who gives you a lot with a little. My. <laughs> <laughs> or they can make him uh, Uwatu. Now, I've, uh, I've had discussions privately with people, and I, I like that idea a lot because it is it would be a key role. It would introduce the Watcher into this Marvel Universe, and, and why wouldn't... If the Watcher is in this Marvel Universe, this would be the perfect time for him to show up for the first time. Exactly. Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> and the Watcher is like 10 feet tall. And right. it, it it really, like, they're, they're going to have to CGI him anyhow. Well, not CGI, but they're going to have to do some computer shit anyhow. So it doesn't matter that he is a little person. They can make Peter Dinklage look 10 foot tall. Plus... He's got uh, what I would like to call a uh, midget waterhead, which uh, <laughs> is uh, very similar to the Watcher's head, I would say. Uh, Little bit. Little at, bit. at first, my first reaction to hearing this news is I think back to Days of Future Past when they announced that Peter Dinklage was going to be in it. And we were all thinking he's going to be Puck. He's going be, to be some short character. And then he ended up being Bolivar Trask. And the fact that he was a little person figured into the story zero, zilch. And that made me kind of think about Peter Dinklage's career as in he doesn't really play... Like, he plays the the imp on Game of Thrones, but he's not playing, like, an elf. He's not playing... He's a Fucking great actor. He's a great actor, in, in, unless we're talking pixels. <laughs> like in uh, in I uh, such a hate on for that movie specifically. In no, I I liked pixels. I think he's awful in it. Uh, like in Elf, there's the whole story about how he doesn't want to be called Elf. Right, That's his right, whole right. character. So I and and like with Bolivar Trask, I I feel like an actor of his caliber isn't going to just be Pip the Troll. Ooh, deep cut. That's that's not what they're bringing him on for. Right. But then I see this story today. Uh, Dinklage signs on as Pip the Troll. <laughs> <laughs> it says, I've loved the character since a baby. <laughs> it's not... It, it, it does debunk my theory, but not as much as being cast as 
Pip the Troll. It is a uh, leak on 4chan that contains a bunch of MCU spoilers. Uh, casting, so on and so forth. Characters being involved, so on and so forth. Uh, but specifically, I want to touch on... Oh, let me uh, link you guys real quick. Uh, specifically, I want to touch on the the bit about Peter Dinklage and who he will be playing. Allegedly. Rumored. Uh, it's been reported that Peter Dinklage is being courted for the MCU, more specifically for Avengers Infinity War. So the fact that this story says that he's playing Eitri, E-I-T-R-E, is very interesting. And let me tell you who Eitri is, according to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Encyclopedia. Eitri is the king of the dwarves. <laughs> An ancient, hold on, hold on, hold on. An ancient race of skilled forgers and blacksmiths who hail from the realm of... His people are close allies with the Asgardians, even creating the mighty weapon Mjolnir after being right. asked by Odin to forge it, and the creator of the Infinity Gauntlet. So he is playing one of the gems. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Interesting. But would that character have a key role or would that just if be he, like a flashback if he, built, if he made the fucking gauntlet he did yeah yeah because they're gonna be like well what the fuck is this and he's gonna be like i'll tell you so there's that uh, i but, like who they potentially might have to play lady death uh i do i do like that as well i think that's a good pick uh, Ava Green is in final talks to play Lady Death, but w when they say Lady Death, I immediately thought of Chaos Comics. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Lady Death, it's just Death. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, and then it says casting is underway for a bunch of Thanos' minions. Corvus, Nox, Ican, Proxima, Ebony. Oh, wow. Ivory. And that Infinity War will see the return of many MCU faces that we have not seen in a while. Including uh, what's-her-face is Betsy Ross. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Liv Tyler. Oh, that last week, yeah. I, you know what? Liv Tyler is a really good actress. and She is. We really watched... And, and you know what? I watched Incredible Hulk a few months back. She's really good in she's that movie, good. too. You know what she's good in? Her first movie role? Armageddon. I fucking love Armageddon, and she's great <laughs> in that. We watched it on uh, commercial TV this weekend. <laughs> just, man, people hate on Armageddon, but that movie just does it for me. It's a terrible movie. It is not a terrible movie. It, Pretty bad. It can be a bad movie at times, yes. But it is... Times. It's early Michael Bay to the point where he had, like... If Armageddon is a bad movie, Transformers One is fucking terrible. If if it's we're so if we're talking a sliding scale, <laughs> it's not the best. <laughs> I would. What is the best Michael Bay movie of all time? Bad Boys. Bad Boys. Yeah, I'm not a pain big fan. I go Pain and Gain. I'm not a. I have not seen that one. I've not seen Pain and Gain. I'm not a huge yeah, fan I, of the Bad Boys movies. Good. Not a huge Bad Boys fan, personally. 
Mike Lowry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Mike Lowry. Holy shit, he directed uh, Vanilla Ice's Play That Funky Music music video. Shut the fuck up. No, wait, wait, wait. It says he directed Vanilla Ice, I Love You, short. And then Play That Funky Music, he directed the segment, I Love You. So I don't know. Uh, he directed the Divinals I Touch Myself. Really? Yeah. Okay. I I would probably say Armageddon, but I don't know. I think I might have to go with The Rock as the best Michael Bay movie of all time. Oh, that's right. He did do The Rock. The Rock is kind of unfuckable. Unfuckwittable, you know? I do enjoy The Rock. <laughs> And The Rock doesn't really have any of those Michael Bay horrible parts to it. Nah, that's a solid movie. You know what I also created those yet? Yeah, you know what I also watched this weekend on uh, commercial television? Con Air. Love, (laughs) love Con Air. That's a good one. Con Air feels like a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, if you told me. That was a Michael Bay movie. I'd be like, oh, of course it is. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. Who is? In it fact, until right now, I think I'd rewritten it in my head as a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I think yeah, maybe was because... it that Bruckheimer when like you couldn't tell those. Yeah, two it's apart? it's definitely like a, a Don Simpson Jerry Bruckheimer produced movie, but uh, director uh, uh, Simon West. I I always thought it was Michael Bay. No. Simon West, who did Tomb Raider, uh, Expendables 2. I went to see uh, Rogue One again with some work people uh, last week. And they showed the trailer for that fucking new Transformers movie. And god damn it. It just... Just joyless. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking joyless. See, I, I feel differently. I feel like... Those Transformers movie trailers are so well done. Every time. The movies are terrible. But every time the trailers almost get me. Almost. I only ever ever saw the the last one that one time at the theater. I haven't double dipped on it. I still haven't seen the last one yet. I saw bits and pieces. I saw when. Really not good. (laughs) I saw when uh, Marky Mark wrote a dinosaur. <laughs> Screaming around uh, China, Illinois. Hey, don't don't mess feel with it, feel it. Don't mess with Texas. We're riding Transformers over here. Yeah, I think I only ever watched the Dinobot scenes. So I was flipping through the channels, and it was on TV at some point. And he's in a spaceship, and a couple of the Transformers are in the spaceship, and they're killing like aliens that are trapped in cages, and like. What the fuck is even going on here? Yeah, take some weird leaps. And, like, there's Nazis and knights and shit in this new one. Yeah. Feel it. Feel it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. uh, before we get too off the rails, the next story is uh, DC Comics is raising the price for their monthly rebirth titles uh, to three ninety nine, adding in a digital code for that book. Which is funny, considering what we talked about last week with Marvel... Uh, Dropping their digital codes in favor of digital garbage. 
<laughs> no garbage. <laughs> so, um, feel it, feel it. <laughs> Who? I I I don't really care much for for the move. Yeah, because it's it's only going to lose readers. Yes, in fact, I'm planning on dropping the books that I that I'm getting that are probably going to go up to three ninety nine. Here is the full list of series which will see a price increase and or add a digital code starting in April. All Star Batman, Batgirl, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Batman Beyond, Batwoman, Blue Beetle, Cyborg, the Hellblazer. New Superman, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Super Sun, Supergirl, Superwoman, Teen Titans, Titans, and the Trinity. You know, the funny that. thing is, the ones that I get that are going up a dollar, those are all the ones that I was already on the fence about dropping. There you go. There you go right so there. So they just made my choice They made me. your decision for you. And who who is going to be like, you know what? I wasn't previously reading Batman Beyond. But they did up the price a dollar, and I do get a digital code. So I think I'm going to start getting Batman Beyond. Feel it, feel it. <laughs> yeah, I don't that, understand. Is that, you know, the digital copy doesn't cost them anything. No. Like once it's done, it's done. Like and it's going to Comicsology, so you're using the exact same assets as anyone going to comicsology. So they're out nothing. Like it doesn't cost them anything to do it. Why are they charging you a dollar for it? Well, it doesn't cost them anything like out of pocket, but And that's why they're going to charge the dollar. But it costs them the 2.99 that you might pay to get it digitally. Which why... I would also wager you <laughs> That the digital copy will be the same three ninety nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're gonna jump the price on the digital one and then mail you a paper comic to go along with it. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's it's not a good move. I don't I don't think it goes with what they had told us at the retailer. That's the thing. Didn't they make a really big deal over them not like you know, making a big deal over them being two ninety nine and shit like that? Yes, they did. Yeah. Like, quite yeah, so, a stink was made. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it, but again, it's all on... It's on books that I think are probably already on the edge of cancellation, so I think they're trying to get as much money out of them as they can, because I'm going to bet you're not going to have two Batgirl titles for very much longer. Yeah. Well, they're doing, like, Batman and Wonder Woman and shit, though, too. No, 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 no. Those are those are still going to be two ninety nine twice a month. Oh, yeah, I'm reading that wrong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's all the books that are kind of on the edge of being pushed off already. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this list a little closer now. Yeah, yeah I thanks. that Red Hood and the Outlaws is kind of fun. Really? Yeah. I yeah. Like actually, that now that I think about it, I have heard good things about it. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. The Teen Titans book is fun too. Yeah, that book is a lot of fun. And looks cool. Yeah. Looks super fucking cool. Yeah, and this week, I, I've i been on the fence about Titans. And then I read this week's issue, and it was really good. And I realized, man, Lee Weeks is a way better artist than Brett Booth. Brett Booth. I like Brett Booth, though, too. Not bad. Ugh, I did not like Brett Booth. 
I, the man I really, says, "Ugh." I really enjoyed. An <laughs> ugh, you Brett Booth. Ugh. I really enjoyed an issue six when uh, Linda Park had much more muscular thighs than Wally West did. <laughs> that was pretty great. God damn it, CBR. Just uh, see, and part of the problem with me giving CBR links is I'm just on their like front page. I see the headline. I right click, copy the link, and post it in the pop forums. So You're I'm, just part of the problem. I'm not actually clicking on the links and clicking through to see the fucking awful autoplay video. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> my favorite thing I'm looking at this article about the defenders and below it one of those like you know hey related articles you might want to read headline break take a step back take a deep breath we're gonna hold it down with some hardcore real tough Journalism, guys. Okay, <laughs> strap in, get ready. News item: Avengers: Infinity War will use a stand-in for Doctor Strange. Okay, okay, okay. So I actually clicked on this article. I don't know if I clicked on the CBR one or another site or whatever. It's not a news piece. Well, but the 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 story is that. When the story they're... is he's somewhere else. Right. They're gonna shoot a dude from the back with the cape and bring him back <laughs> later to shoot his face. Like, you know who else is gonna use a stand-in? You know who else is gonna use a stand-in? Everyone. Fucking everyone. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's like the stories. First look is Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. Well, <laughs> I mean, you gotta give him a break it's because you look ben at Affleck and his... fuck that. You look fuck at the top. Men... You look at the top menu bar of CBR.com right now, and they're categories are cbr exclusives comics movies tv lists <laughs> they put oh it God. right out there on front street we got lists y'all you like y'all lists? like lists <laughs> we got a fucking chris evans is gonna stand around for you know black widow's coverage you're full of shit like they're gonna bring in this fucking double <laughs> y'all like counting <laughs> fucking love counting so the we got just some list about comic books. We got a raid to you. <laughs> we got rocks to destroy. We got, got pet troll. What? Goddamn Gamora. What? <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> God, I I couldn't think of a character soon enough. <laughs> we got Rocket Raccoon and Groot. <laughs> We got her back, Walker. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> uh, one of uh, speaking of plasma. The, the the what chance remind me of the announcement of Kurt Angle being in the Hall of Fame on Monday's Raw. They play his whole uh, Hall of Fame video package and all that. It's very touching, uh, very nostalgic for me. It, it you know you're old when there's multiple people in the WWE Hall of Fame who you saw start their career. Yeah. yeah, and then the hey, is the Rock in the Hall of Fame? No, no, he is not. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but he's I think still, he likes that though. He, yeah, because he, that means you're done. Yeah, 
I agree. Or it should. I agree. And I don't think he feels he's done. No, no, no. Uh, so why are you going to okay. put me in a, in a place with a bunch of retired people who, who aren't balling anymore? Exactly. I'm st- I still got it. I'll walk in that ring and take the title from anybody <laughs> and fucking rock that mic. 100%. So, no, you're not putting me in the Hall of Fame until <laughs> no, I'm fucking I ready. Right. 100%. Yeah, I feel like The Rock could call Triple H tonight and be like, hey, uh, I want the belt in December. And be like, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, please. So uh, they play Kurt Angle's Hall of Fame video, and then it ends, and they play. They show the little article or the, the little image that says Kurt Angle Hall of Fame induction 2017, and they're playing his entrance theme music for the live crowd. And it gets to the part of the song, and the crowd starts singing along. You suck. You <laughs> suck. Great, <laughs> but yeah. remember. That was when he was a heel, and then when he went face, they would change it to angle, angle. Right? Yeah, but, but that's not as fun. Yeah, everyone is just conditioned to you suck. That's kind of great. <laughs> Real quick, because I found one here. You guys want to hear a list about the sixteen X Men teams you totally forgot about? <laughs> yes. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> you got X Men twenty ninety nine. What? The Wolverine Squad. What? Eve of Destruction X-Men. What? what? Clan Ascani slash Clan Chosen. What? what? The Fallen Angels. What? What? The X-Terminators. What? What? New Excalibur. What? what? Six-Pack. What? what? Uh, X-People. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Y'all just ex- ex- what do you mean, X people? <laughs> X people. The X Corps. What? X Nation 2099. <laughs> what? The Moor Island X Men. This is like where the NWO splintered off. <laughs> the Six. What? Who? <laughs> Xavier Security Enforcer. Oh my god. What? Gee, they were they stopped trying. Reality TV's X Force, no, <laughs> and the Deadly Genesis X Man. <laughs> oh my God! I actually heard of the six pack because wasn't GW Bridge or Grizzly in the six yeah. pack? Yeah, I remember yeah, that from the uh, back of their uh, action figure. Yeah, and Cable and Grizzly and shit. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on! I remember the fucking but, six pack. But the X people, what the fuck did that get? <laughs> X people. Hang on, let's see what it said. Uh, and 19, oh, it's an MC2 thing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Craziness. Oh, what next? We got next. What's the next story? Sorry. The next story is The Rock had Speaking a of the Rock. The Rock had a meeting at DC because you know the Rock, because we brought it up the yes, other week. Yes. He was and the Rock was that. listening and he was like, "Oh shit, Shazam! I better call these bitches." <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, he's Black Adam. He's not Shazam. Well, he that's that's how long it's been since he had a meeting. They signed the Rock to play Shazam year, like in years ago. 1980. <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Literal years ago. And we were talking last week about how, like, that shit's never going to happen because of The Rock's schedule. And what I think happened is The Rock heard all this shit about Ben Affleck and Batman 
And yeah, he was like, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Exactly, exactly. He fucking called somebody. He's like, what is this shit I hear about Ben Affleck? <laughs> fucking bailing on the Batman. They're like, no, 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 no. we got that all figured out. It's all good. It's all good. See, Ben Affleck. No, no, no. Ben Affleck was lifting a bail yeah, yes, on yes, the yes. set of Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was working out. It was it was like a training scene. <laughs> he already said it's great. He said they've got a great script and all that. How about How about you come in? Like, we haven't talked in a while after we signed you for this movie that might never happen. So why don't you come in, let's let's talk, and we'll we'll smooth everything out. So, The Rock posted on Instagram, had a very cool and strategic meeting with the heads of DC about their entire universe. As a hardcore DC fan, to get a real sense of the tonal shifts and developments coming in this future mo- in these future movies has me fired up. Something we as DC fans have all been waiting for for a very long time. <laughs> he just threw shade on both Man uh, on Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, and Suicide Squad on yeah. everything they've done. And yeah, and probably well, Wonder Woman and Justice League. To be fair, and by the way, like seriously, no one has ever looked fucking cooler standing in front of a DC Comics logo <laughs> than he looks in this picture. Oh God, yeah. He okay, be- well to counter that, what was did you guys? I didn't open it because a lot of these fucking shits bullshits, but it was like Wonder Woman and Justice League's a disaster. Well, I read that story too, but you know, we kind of had the same feeling. It was a it it was a, a source that also said that Batman v Superman was garbage before Batman v Superman came out. So it's But it was garbage. Yeah, it's uh, uh the same source saying that Wonder Woman and ba- and uh Justice League are very much similar messes where they the the story is just all over the place. But but wasn't he right? That's not the case. It was a, I believe it was a she, but I will only be pleasantly surprised right. if it's not right. hot garbage. So to to finish the the Rock's uh, Instagram post, uh, hope, optimism, and fun is <laughs> all caps. Yes. Even when talking about the most ruthless villain anti-hero of all time, Black Adam, finally coming to life. Prepare yourselves, DC Universe. Hashtag kneel at his feet. Hashtag or get crushed by his boot. Hashtag Black Adam. Hashtag podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag thank you guys for inviting me out of your role. Uh, you guys are right. He's like, I heard these guys got Johnny Bernthal Punisher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I very much feel like either The Rock called them asking them what the fuck is going on, or they called The Rock and were like, hey, we know you're busy. Set fires out before they're, exactly, before they're gone. Exactly. Just like Ben Affleck was out last week talking about how Batman's going to be great, Justice League's going to be great, the, the script is great. They're like, Rock, dude, we need you to come in. We need you to Show look fucking. Face, take a couple of pictures yeah. in the studio. We need you to take. Let a... everyone know it's cool. Yes. Have you seen Suicide Squad? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe swing by the set of Batman and and like be in it <laughs> if you could. Like if you're not too busy, you know, just swing by, see what happens. Afternoon. And just like you know, jump in a scene here or there. I I just feel like ad-lib. do whatever the fuck you want. I feel like The Rock isn't going to lie to us. And he's not going to do something that he doesn't believe in. 
So, right, but worst but case scenario, in it now it's still Hold a on. long time. Well, fucking well, he still has to. The movie still has to get made. But I feel like if he doesn't believe in it, he's not gonna make it, or he's gonna fix it before it gets made. I feel like worst case scenario, at least Shazam's gonna be good. Because okay, of, cool. Because I'll of see the you rock. in ten years <laughs> to be happy that DC did something good. Yeah. Suicide Squad, the rock cut. Uh, the next story is that there were a bunch of rumors that uh, Disney was looking to get clearance from Carrie Fisher's estate to use her likeness in future Star Wars movies. Uh, Lucasfilm, after, after a few days of this rumor kind of going around, Lucasfilm straight up put out a... Uh, press release on StarWars.com says, We don't normally respond to fan or press speculation, but there is a rumor circulating that we would like to address. We want to assure our fans that Lucasfilm has no plans to digitally recreate Carrie Fisher's performance as Princess or General Leia Organa. Carrie Fisher was, is, and always will be a part of the Lucasfilm family. She was our princess, our general, and more importantly, our friend. We are still hurting from her loss. We cherish her memory and legacy as Princess Leia, and will always strive to honor everything she gave to Star Wars. So, if you were worried about them CGIing her into Episode Eight, Episode Nine, or uh, any of the Star Wars standalone movies, then I feel like Lucasfilm can't go back on this, and it might make you feel good. However, why not though? But can Disney go back on it? Well, I think there was enough people who, that were. What's the problem? I I feel like, like there were enough fans that weren't into it. But my problem with all this is is why are they taking such a hard and fast stance when they've already done it? That's what I'm saying. They like, already... the, the, the precedent is there. Like hell, Peter Cushing had more FaceTime in Rogue One than right. he did in New Hope. Right, and. He's I just been, expected her to be. In. He's been dead for twenty five years. Yeah, like, and it was kind of, it was kind of fucking crazy cool. What's like, What's the difference between, like, what is it? They mo- had they had a need for I the character. So I like, don't want to well, see her star in it, but to have a quick glimpse in a scene that she was kind of already. Yeah, you know, they probably planned on having her in a couple of these well, upcoming the thing, though, scenes. Because like, you know, I, I feel like they could have done that with Moff Tarkin, like had like a weird cameo, but like no, they wrote him a role in the movie, and like fuck it, give me Peter Cushing's ghost. We're gonna do it. Like they just fucking <laughs> did it. Like I, to me, that means they they can write their movie with all the Leia parts in that they want and just fucking put her in there. Like I don't understand what makes what what I don't get the difference. I feel like CGI Tarkin and CGI Leia weren't great, but good. Part of, part of the problem. Yeah, but with, the, the longer he was on screen, the more nose. Yes, it was. he yes, shouldn't have had yes. that much. Remember, screen time. remember Civil War with young Robert Downey Jr. They had him in the back of the scene, not like. Straight up looking into camera, they That's kind incredible. They yeah. they they used it sparingly until the very end, where they had him fucking walk right up to the camera and stare into the camera. I feel like I watched, uh, watched Ant Man though recently too. They did the same thing with Michael Douglas yeah. in the opening, made him young. But it was it was quick. It was quick. 
I feel yeah, like they could have done, minutes, yeah. done more things with Tarkin well, and Leia to kind of cover up. Tron. The, yeah, but Tron, right, yeah. Tron yeah. you can kind of excuse it because it's a computer world. You can excuse the fact that he looks like a video game character because it's a computer world. But my point is, is use some clever framing techniques and shooting techniques to shoot around the seams of those CGI characters. So yeah, it's don't not give just... CGI Moff Tarkin to close up. Right, right, right. Don't give him a five-minute monologue with, with a camera on a tripod. <laughs> For me, as far as Leia goes, if... She's supposed to be a big part of episode nine because they they shot episode eight. Yeah, it's it's done. Yeah, and uh, apparently she has a big role in it, and she's supposed to have a big role in nine. Personally, instead of recreating her digitally, I would rather they recast her with someone with gravitas. Like the 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 name that comes to mind immediately because she played Carrie Fisher in a movie, is Meryl Streep. I don't think you'd have too many people complaining about Meryl Streep stepping into the role of General Leia. Especially especially with that connection. Yeah, but as playing Leia? No. I don't want to see another person play Leia. Would you want to see another person playing Heath Ledger's Joker? Uh, I was all about Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing the Joker. And uh, fucking Dumbledore, Dumbledore in the first movie, or wait, oh, that's right, he, did, a different guy. You're or right. Did, or did he last two movies and then die, and then they recast him? Yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. But you're right. Yeah. I was all about them bringing in Joseph Gordon-Levitt to play the Joker. <laughs> but also, the Joker is different, though, because like. There will be different guys playing the Joker from now until the end of time. But like, but I wanted him to play Heath Ledger's Joker because their faces are so similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they were friends. They were buddies. Yeah, they were in Ten Things I Hate About You together, man. That's just personally, as as someone who ha- holds Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia near and dear to his heart, that's kind of the way I would want to approach it. And and. To be perfectly honest, General Leia doesn't look much like Princess Leia. <laughs> so you can kind of get away maybe with recasting some other older lady who can barely move her lips when she talks to play General Leia, if you know Why what I mean. your goddamn tongue? <laughs> Loves to flick people off when they're trying to get their shots. And who better than, like, 90-time Oscar winner Meryl Streep, who played the role of uh, Carrie Fisher in Postcards from the Edge? Mic drop. Maybe. There's probably someone better. But that's the first... Or John Barnsall! And then our last Johnny B, come on down. <laughs> You're Princess Leia. <laughs> you know, the man has a point. <laughs> Either oh. way, moral of the story, you're welcome, Rock. 
And uh, to update from our story last week, yes, Ike Perlmutter will be advising the Trump camp or the Trump administration. Oof, that hurts. That's tough. Tough it's still, it is still not quite real. It is still not quite real. It's but about yeah, to get really real. He'll be advising him on veterans affairs. Uh, Pearl Mutter is a veteran of the Israeli army himself. Uh, I think there was more information about his time in the Israeli army. He served during 1967's Six-Day War as an Israeli army veteran. So he was he on there for six days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was only there for five. Uh, he 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 had a prior engagement on the sixth day. <laughs> uh, in 1993, he was in the Six Day War when he killed the Daywalker. <laughs> in 1993, a donation by Perlmutter's family to New York University School of School of Medicine helped establish the Laura and Isaac Perlmutter Professorship and Chair in Cell Biology. Laura Perlmutter has served as a trustee at the NYU Medical Center since 1993. Um, and uh, according to Fortune, Ike will serve as a key aide in the Trump administration as an advisor on veterans affairs. The job will be informal, but it will be significant, and it will not uh affect his status as marvel ceo christ some some thought that oh maybe he'll be uh leaving marvel so that he could go be in the trump administration but no he will not be stepping aside he will be hands-on with the company yay yay so we've got two uh ruthless dictators running two of our favorite things (laughs) fuck man yeah, watching the some of the confirmation hearings for the potential. Is it? It's a done deal, right? Is she going to be the secretary of education? That's going to happen. No, like, I don't think it's a done deal, but okay. it's probably a done deal, which is frightening. Because I, I don't cool. think I don't think the the Democrats have have the numbers to vote her down unless some Republicans are just scared shitless about. Betsy DeVos's answers, and they they vote against their party line. Then I think that all me nuts about all this fucking nonsense, man. Like, not to get too political or whatever, but like the party line. Right. Look. Right. What reasonable person could sit in that room and listen to the complete cluelessness coming out of her mouth and be like, "No, nah, good job, go team." <laughs> yeah, we got yeah. it. Good call. Like, uh, no, especially when Trump. Isn't one of them, right? Like, yeah. Right. They, 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 there's this whole team mentality, and they're this all just willing to just take and swallow the biggest, juiciest, rawest shit sandwich that they have to swallow. Uh, I think you're uh, using the the wrong bodily function there, Lee. Drinking <laughs> 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 the nice. <laughs> just glad the mama's lemonade, just, mama's sweet tea. Just the most <laughs> hot, frothy, just super yellow, like he has not been drinking enough water. Just that ate asparagus. Oh. You've seen the picture, right, of Ted Cruz from the campaign, like in the phone bank calling for Donald Trump. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. There's just a man has never looked dead or behind the eyes. Like, uh-huh. What a 
callow, weak of character piece of shit that guy is. Like, and so many of them. Like, look, the guy I that had the gerbil up his butt. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you know, we we all like we we all got a team. <laughs> uh, that's cool, but like. Aren't we all also just kind of people? And, and shouldn't yeah. we all be kind of looking up for each other? <laughs> they all yeah. really enjoy drinking probably underage Russian girl piss. Oh, man. Jesus. Allegedly. Uh, or like uh, Ben Carson's confirmation hearing where he was like, I assure you, I will not do anything to benefit the American people. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb oh. shit. God damn it's, it. it. A little complex. Get the fuck out of here. All right. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Comic books. And yeah, that, uh, go. That new Sunstone's out, you guys. It's really good. It's the last one. And it's fucking huge. It's a massive paperback collection for, for 15 bucks. It's crazy. Got even cheaper than that on Amazon. It's, it's, it's preposterous. It's the, the final story about... Sunstone, if you're not familiar, it's an online uh, webcomic that's been put out in print now. It's about uh, two women who meet online to basically satisfy uh, their itch for, uh, you know, bondage plays and the sexual nature, but of course, end up, but end up falling in love, and neither one of them are gay, so it fucks them up. And it's about the complications of kind of discovering who you are, you know, both sexually and emotionally and you know kind of how that shit is kind of fluid and it's a wonderful story with delightful characters and beautiful artwork it's incredibly good stuff and uh he's moving on to uh, the next series of trades will be follow different characters that are already kind of we've introduced in this story so it's not going anywhere and that's fucking fun it's good stuff i like it and i suggest any of you should read it with your eyeballs it's very good um this week also saw the release of the Justice League Power Rangers number one crossover from DC and Boom. That was cool. It was pretty cool. That looked fun. It, it's a little little paint by numbers, in as much as you know, the Power Rangers fall into the DCU and you know fight a Batman. But my favorite part is when you know Zach assumes that Batman is one of Zed's monsters, and for a second you're like. He doesn't look like one of Zed's monsters. But then you realize the incredible wide range of designs on a Power Ranger monster. Some of them are just dudes in capes. Yeah. So, so it's not an unreasonable thing to think. Uh, I really want to watch. I want to see a Megazord punch Doomsday in the face. I really want to see that happen <laughs> at some point. But at some point, Batman's got him in a standoff. And so Kimberly calls the Pterodactyl Zord and flies it away. So Flash has to say over the radio, uh, Batman's been taken hostage by a giant pink dinosaur robot. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, that is. Because that's what Power Rangers should be. Big, dumb, goofy shit like that. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It's cool. I, I'm not familiar with this artist, but it looks pretty great. It looks really nice. Yeah, it's it's got a good uh, color palette and Homeboy's kind of first you know, half-page panel with Zed kicking down the door is awesome because Zed has an awesome design anyway. <laughs> so I, I would like to see, like, if I was going to do a sketchbook, like a theme sketchbook, I would have artists draw Lord Zed. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you that can't. It's terrifying. I, I would, if I were you, I would do a sketchbook of just Power Rangers villains. <laughs> That'd be awesome. 
because those are fucking fun. Those, those villains are great. <coughs> but it, it was pretty good. It's good stuff. Uh, what else came out this week? Um, oh, the All Star Batman Six was pretty great. Uh, Jock did the artwork, and I'm a big fan of that guy's art. Um, it's the first part of a Mr. Freeze story where Batman goes to the Arctic to stop Mr. Freeze from basically thawing out this glacier that, you know, has some, like, you know, fucking you know, 100,000-year-old bacteria that can cause this pandemic or what have you. But great artwork and interesting uh, storytelling in... I, I don't believe there were actually any word balloons in the uh, issue. It was all done just, you know, via caption boxes and you know who's who based upon the color and kind of design of the boxes, which is kind of cool. Like, and... I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm hoping this. Uh, well, it, frankly, it's already better than the last All Star Batman because John Romita's not drawing it. Sorry, I don't know, that, that last one was tough to get through. John Romita Jr. drawing Two Face is a tough sit. Okay, <laughs> but, <laughs> blah. This, we say blah. Yeah, yeah, we we say blah on that. But this was pretty good. Um, shit, what else? Uh. Guardians of the Galaxy 16 is written like a Dr. Seuss book about Groot. That was kind of fun. That was kind of neat. It's all it's all in rhymey shit about Groot stuck on Earth. That was kind of fun. Uh, Jessica Jones is setting some light on kind of what's happening, like why she was in jail. It's all a sting. And seems like this is the regular Marvel Universe. Yeah. Which, okay. And, and, and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm more and more okay with that as they reveal more of the story. So, you know, all right, that's cool, but it is also a very Bendis setup. In the the villain of the story right now appears to be the woman who Captain Marvel wrongfully accused of being a Hydra agent, like during the middle of Civil War II. Like, kind of one of Tony's big points, and they was like, hey, you know. You arrest this broad for being a Hydra agent because this guy said it was, but she's not. Like, there's, she has no ties to Hydra. And so this chick, you know, was not Hydra, but was like, this bitch flew out of the sky and yanked me up for being Hydra. So I guess I'm going to be a low level supervillain now. Which is not an unreasonable reaction, but it's a very business thing to do in as much as I'm going to take this minor thread from this thing over here. And now she's a full blown bad guy. I feel like Ben is one of those guys. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I am a fan. Don't get me wrong. But strikes me as the kind of guy that just loves the smell of his own farts. <laughs> 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 like just takes in his own brand really well, you know. <laughs> that was all right. And then um, I read both Thor books: the un- uh, the unworthy Thor, I think, from last week, and the mighty Thor. Those are both good, man. But uh. I've never seen. I, I keep I keep coming back to it, man. But that Russell Dodderman art in the Mighty Thor is incredible. Like, I've oh, never so seen good. that guy. Like, what else has he done? I don't. I've never. I seen don't him. know. But it's amazing. Like, it's yeah, like, I first saw him on Thor. I have no idea where he came from. It is fucking amazing. Uh, in the Mighty Thor fifteen, uh, the Shi'ar come to Asgard and just start wrecking shit. Like, Gladiator takes out. Uh, Heimdall, and it, just, it all goes downhill from there. So the bulk of the book is just this big fight between the Asgardians and the Shi'ar, and it's just, you know, huge 
big cinematic fights, but like never devolves into Brian Hitch levels of rebel porn. Like it's just fucking good, man. Dynamic stuff, and you know, every so often I read a comic book and I go, "Oh yeah, the Shiar. <laughs> That's a thing, right?" It's well, it pretty good. It's pretty great. And uh, last to talk about is um, Reggie and Me from Archie Comics. Uh, is fun because it's narrated by Reggie's dog. Uh, and that's pretty great. <laughs> like, like, he sees Reggie as this good guy when he's really not a good guy. And that's kind of fun. But yeah, that's, 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 that's all I got to talk about this week. Although, hey, are you still reading the, Flint, the Flintstones book, Kelly? Yeah. Last week's Flintstones was kind of genius, right? Which one was that? I can't remember now. That's the one where... Uh, it's all about like the 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 church starts taking tithes for Gerald like or, or like a for oh uh, yeah yeah that was great it's just you got the Flintstones comic is a genius fucking satire <laughs> it really is <laughs> it's, no really it's so good <laughs> like it's it, it should not be as good as it is and the the evolution of the church in particular is super fucking funny like. It's one I read it. I'm like, is, does does DC know what's in this book? Like, do they know what it is? Does Hanna Barbera <laughs> sign off on this? Yeah, I don't think they know. Why? Because... Why? Why is a Flintstones book a genius satire? Like, why isn't it? Why is it called the Flintstones? <laughs> because it's because still, it still is the Flintstones right. spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, it's still yeah them. But but the thing is, civilization is fairly new to them. Right, so they they've only kind of had a civilization for a little while, you know, and so, you know, they've, they've like they did an, an issue a few months back where you know it was kind of all about them, like you know, uh, buying the newer and better and, and shinier appliances or whatever and all that stuff, but you know, the B plot of the episode, the issue is you know, what happens to the fucking vacuum cleaner when he's just in the closet all day. <laughs> like Fred comes and gets his buddy the bowling ball with armadillo and he's like god every time he takes him I just I don't think he's gonna come back <laughs> <laughs> and you know the door opens and the, the armadillo falls in like oh thank god you're back I was so scared oh <laughs> my like, god that's and the bowling ball is like he, he just he just takes me and he just throws me over and over again and I just want it to stop <laughs> that is heartbreaking it's yeah. what I really wanted the Seth MacFarlane reboot to be, but that never materialized. Yeah, yeah, that, it's it's so it's so smart. Like, uh, uh, I forget how it comes up, but the 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 guy that runs the church now, after this is like his third attempt at getting the church off the ground because horrible shit keeps happening, <laughs> but he ends up, you know, the the people decide it's too exhausting. To actually try to do good things, they just start throwing money at him. <laughs> and so, you know, like like Mr. Slate shows up, he's like, look, I'm losing I'm losing money hand over fist, because we had a guy fall into some rubble. He's probably dead. So I want to call off the search. How much is this gonna cost me? <laughs> <laughs> How much do I have to give to Gerald? Because their god's name is Gerald, for him to forgive me for these sins and shit. It's and so it looks like the next issue is going to be because uh, he, he can't the, the priest guy can't handle the the moral compromise anymore. But I think he's going to start selling art. <laughs> he can do that for some reason. I'm telling you, 
if yeah, get the Flintstones trade. It's it's better than it has any right to be. Yeah. Yeah, out of the Hanna Barbera books, I was most looking forward to Future Quest, but I I think Flintstones is the best of the bunch. Yeah, I dropped Future Quest. Uh, I think I read one issue of that Scooby Doo book because because to your point, Nice, that Scooby Apocalypse book, it ain't Scooby Doo. No. <laughs> like it, it's not Scooby Doo at all. It has nothing to do with it. But the Flintstones book is at its core still Flintstones, but it's super fucking smart too. In a really bizarre way. I just feel like there's nobody in brand management at Hanna Barbera going, "Yeah, that's great." Think Steve Pugh just having the time of his life on this fucking thing. It's crazy. Yeah, they're too busy making uh, Jetsons WWE animated movies to care about fucking comic books. Yeah, this Flintstones book really makes me want to go back and read the press book that came out last year because that's written by the same guy. Really. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's 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 good, man. It's made a fan out of me for this guy for sure. I would I would be willing to do the same thing. Huh. What else got talking we're talking about, Kelly? Anything we're talking about? Uh over the past couple of days I read a history of Nintendo from Yes, you have. Yeah, early you days about it. like the nineteen eighties. So it's really before any of their huge, huge successes that most people know today. And it kind of goes through the history, starting as like a playing card company. Huh. And there's a, there's a whole lot of interesting stuff. Because like they were established in the late 1800s. What? Yeah, and they've just been going, you just producing various games all this time. Interesting. And like, yeah, there was some really interesting stuff in there, and probably one of the most fascinating things to me was that in, I think it was the 70s, or maybe it was, no, it was the late 60s, they licensed Twister and brought that over to Japan. But at first, it it was a major failure because no one in Japan wanted to play it because they were too embarrassed. So then, in the marketing, in the commercial... What a- Interesting culture. <laughs> they tried to market it as, hey guys, if you play this game with a lady, you might get to touch a butt. <laughs> and, like, in the commercials, they, like, focus on the girl's butt, and at one point, like, you can see her underwear and stuff through her skirt. And so it, it was to the point where people, people were referring to the game as the eroticism box. <laughs> oh, God. So that didn't work. So then they tried to promote it as, hey guys, you can play this and it's good for stretching muscles and making you stronger. Ultimately, Twister was a major failure in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird. Yeah. And then I posted on Twitter today that they had made alarm clocks in the 70s. And there were some super rad ones with Ultraman and like Common Rider. Those on. Nintendo clocks? Yeah. Oh, I saw that. I saw that tweet. That's amazing. Yeah, I really want one. <laughs> I looked on eBay. I couldn't find anything. And then they got. They had a lot of success with like the light gun stuff, like Duck Hunt. But prior to that, they were doing it in kind of arcade versions. And there was a prototype. I wrote about this, again, I wrote about this a bit on Twitter. There was a prototype for a light gun game 
called Fascination. And it was kind of based on the same principle as their like Wild West style one where you would fire off the gun and then you you had a certain amount of time to shoot the guy who was going to shoot you in the quick. Okay. Yeah, I, I played a very similar arcade game, yeah. But in Fascination, there wasn't anyone trying to shoot you. There was just a pretty Swedish lady, and you were shooting her clothes off. <laughs> oh, my God. And then by the end, you won if she was naked. Jesus Christ. This never made it past the uh, prototype phase, but... <laughs> The quote in the book, all of the employees really enjoyed it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, I'll say it's a really great book. You're not going to have an easy time finding it. Uh, I was, every, we have it, at, we had it at the shop. And every now and then I'd walk past and I'd flip through it and like, ah, I don't know. It's 40 bucks. It was like 40 bucks. It's only like 200 some pages. And I was like, yeah, even with my discount, it's a little steep for what this is. And then I was like, oh, maybe I can get it for cheaper online. I look it up online. The cheapest price on Amazon was like 90 bucks. Damn. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to buy this then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying really hard on YouTube to find this Twister commercial. (laughs) Can't find it. Bumming me out. Trying to think if there's anything else I read recently. I uh, went through and read the whole series of this manga called Orange. And it's about, it's pretty much, it's a sci-fi romance. And I think you could probably make a whole buttload of money if you'd turn this into a movie in America. It's about a group of high schoolers. There's a new guy that comes to the school. And they all just like the group of five decides to make friends with him but also the main character the girl naho gets a letter in the mail from herself 10 years in the future telling her that she needs to make friends with this kid with this new kid and help him or else in less than a year he'll kill himself what yeah and so the person, and so herself from 10 years ago has all these regrets with how she could have stopped it. And she's like, look, here's everything you need to do to keep this from happening. Huh. And then as the story goes, she discovers that another guy in the group also got a letter from himself 10 years in the, in the future. And he's trying to help as well. And it says, watch out, you get sick in India and shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so... the kind of like the, the premise c- behind uh, the bunker. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then where some of the more romance elements comes in is where, you know, they're, uh, Naho's trying to start a relationship with Kikeru, the, the new dude. And it turns out in the future, her and the other guy that got the letter... They're married and have a kid. So if they mess with the future, what's happening with that? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's actually, for what it is, I liked it quite a bit. But then again, I'm always a sucker for weird romance things like that. See, you know, me not seeing Rogue One, but still seeing La La Land. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for romance and barbecue skewers being stabbed in people's heads. You know, I'm a very just, compl- just call me a romantic. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm complicated. Let me, I'll tell you what. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. If you were, if someone were to get the license to this series and make it into a movie in America, I think you could make a buttload of money. It's, it sounds really weird. Right? Yeah, it's it's good. I liked it quite a bit. I, got, I like buttloads. I got a text from my mother that says, <laughs> "We saw La La Land," and then it was like a a yucky tongue sticking out emoticon and i was like oh yeah you, you didn't like it and my dad responded it was a group text with both of them he's like no nah, it was too artsy fartsy <laughs> like do you guys even know what movies you're seeing when you go to see movies you sure the tongue sticking out wasn't they banged in the theater <laughs> no i'm pretty sure that's not what happened it wasn't it didn't mean that are you sure it didn't mean <laughs> <laughs> the emoticon was a tongue sticking out and then the next emoticon was uh shit the fuck's his penis. name penis <laughs> not ryan Philippi. ryan gosling ryan gosling the next emoticon was ryan gosling's butt <laughs> i blew it very specific yeah so that still kind of looks like somebody had sex in the theater <laughs> I think your mom might have ate Ryan Gosling's ass. You're gross. <laughs> You're oh, both gross. Market Mahoney. <laughs> God damn. Might have been artsy fartsy. Toss the salad anyway. <laughs> I will say I bought the soundtrack to La La Land over the weekend. It's still really good. You're just cute. Motherfucker bought a soundtrack. That's some shit that I used to say when I was your age. <laughs> How'd you do it? Did you buy it on physical media? Yuck. Actually, I did, because if I did that, I got the free digital copy from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it a I dollar more? one thing, gave him the wrong address, and I'm going to get the digital for free. No, what I did was I just gave the... I bought the CD, and I was like, cool, I get this free digital copy, and then I just gave the CD to my dad. Yeah, there you go. Here, you're old. You know you know what this is. You you worked this. He saw the movie. He liked it. This just in. Flame-throwing mutant guitarist from Mad Max Fury Road turns down Trump inauguration. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was dead, and then I was going to be sad. Aww. Yeah, don't put that nobody you want to do for you. <laughs> Turning down that job, he will be. You don't think Trump's going to remember everyone who said no? That's but that's everyone. First ones up against the wall. Mm-hmm. God damn! Uh, you think nice? Toss all your salads. No. Except I'm looking <laughs> no. at this. I'm looking at this uh, concert poster for this Chicago open air. Music, craft beer, gourmet, man food festival, and the bands. That's a lot of words. The bands include Kiss, Rob Zombie, Megadeth, Corn, Godsmack, Mac, Seether, Ozzy, Slayer, Stone Sour, Lamb of These God. These are not at all the bands I expected you to list off. Meshuga, Anthrax, Clutch, Dillinger, Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, it's a pretty. Like, God at damn. first, you look at it and, like, this looks like a concert poster from uh, 2001. And then you get through it and you're like, well, yeah, it's probably a concert that would be held in 2001, but that's still a pretty good concert. 
Yeah. It's three days, though. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Who would have yeah. thunk we'd have a podcast with two conversations about corn? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Wait, were we even t- were we even on the air when we were talking about corn? I don't even. You know, remember. I don't know. I was actually just thinking that. No, Whatever. We Whatever. You motherfuckers should listen live. Because we talk yeah, mad shit about all that, all... all that exclusive pre-show corn talk. Yeah, we talk mm-hmm. mad shit about all y'all that aren't there. Mad uh, shit. Yeah, assholes. Tito. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything we're talking about, Jose? Uh, the lady started watching, and I've seen some shows off and on. You heard of the show Magicians yeah. on Sci-Fi? Yeah, I heard it's, of it's pretty much uh, Harry Potter in college, and everyone fucks. <laughs> All right. Like it's it's. Pretty much, you know, it's the same thing. It, these these kids are, well, they're not kids, you know, they're 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever. Compared College to you, age. Compared to you, they're kids. Are recruited to a magician school. Okay. And, and you know, they have the, the weird, quirky teachers. They got the Snape guy. They got the Voldemort. There's this thing called the Beast that I guess is trying to kill everybody. And everyone kind of has a special... Uh, Ability. One guy yeah. is a is a traveler, which means he can um, remember the uh, jumper. How he could yeah 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 teleport like that's his thing. But because he can teleport, he can teleport where the beast is at. So he's a bridge to the beast, and the beast is like fucking with all the teleporters, trying to get them to either kill themselves or go to his side so he's like <laughs> kind of dope <laughs> it's it's pretty good but sci-fi and they say fuck a lot what yeah they say shit they say fuck like when i first heard fuck i thought it was a netflix show and i was like what channel is this on she's like it's a sci-fi show and then they said fuck again so i thought that maybe it was like one fucking oh. episode no there was one where there was like fuck that shit <laughs> yeah they drop f-bombs on uh in uh what's it uh Atlanta all the time too. Fucking yeah. Uh, the rules have changed, so, man. Fucks the new shit. <laughs> when we're able to say all seven words at the same time on regular television, the world will come to an end. George uh, the words correct. of curse. Let's see if I can check that down. That sounds Get, Give it a shot. Uh, she just she she just cause she's still out of work because of her arm surgery. So the magician she's just is called. Yeah, the magicians. It's a sci-fi show. It's on Netflix. Not not bad. Like oh, I, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, see, season two is about to start January twenty fifth. So season one is on Netflix. So if you want to watch, it's about to start season two on Sci-Fi. She blew through the fucking four seasons of Orange Is the New Black in like a day, two days. Well, maybe not two days. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. So I saw some of those. Some shit went down, man. Yeah, man. You know, Brennan's got a new special on Netflix coming out. Fuck yeah. So I I have not seen all the episodes. I've bounced in and out between bits and pieces. But eh, not bad. Not bad for if if you would like to see uh what would have happened if Harry Potter just fucked ev- fuck fucked. 
And they said shit, <laughs> motherfucker. I like yeah. magic. I like motherfuckers. Yeah, get, give it, give it a shot. Talk yeah, at me. Enough. Hit me, hit me up in the DM. Let me know what you think. I'll check it out. Yeah, DMs are open. Uh, all day, all night. Get your brother up. <laughs> talk about them deep cuts. Uh, we'll talk about tossing salads. Stop and- it. <laughs> that is about he enough. Said, no salads were tossed. God damn it. That is about enough out of you. <laughs> Ryan Gosling's butt was unscathed during the watching of that movie. They're going to kill you if you keep talking about that, man. You can't keep talking like that. Fucking right on. Right, Give it yeah. a shot. I don't know if, if it's as good as the librarians, but. Produced by Dean Devlin. No one's ever said that. NYC 2015, never forget. <laughs> right. Let's wrap this shit up, man. It's late. Yeah. That's partially our fault. We didn't start like a half hour later because we were, you know, bullshitting before yeah, but, the show about corn. But we had fun. It was a fun <laughs> yeah, show. I think it was a I, fun show. I, th- uh, I don't. A good one. I don't think there was a dull moment. We have uh, fun. Great. You know, good for the thirty or so people that listen to our show because they they're they're probably enjoying it along with us. Yeah, good stuff. Keep keep an ear out for our Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. So, uh, email us popcast at pages dot com or at least a voicemail hey, by calling six one six. Buy a calendar. Why not? One pop. Yeah. <laughs> buy a calendar. A twenty fourteen calendar. <laughs> Why not? Buy buy a calendar. Maybe even get a mouse pad, coffee mug. Yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, Christ. Yeah, so uh, we'll talk to you full. Actually, no, we probably will not talk to you next week. You guys will be in New, uh, California, right? Yes, Ooh, yes. Yeah, we we leave. Yeah, we leave next Tuesday. We leave next Tuesday, and uh, me and my wife and Jose and his girlfriend and my mom, we're all going to see Wicked on Sunday. Oh shit! Yeah, night, night out at nice. the theater. So be we cool. tossing salad Sunday. <laughs> so we'll 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 <laughs> we'll hit you boys back in two weeks when it's February. And uh, enjoy. You be cultured en- and traveled. Enjoy your episode of Japan shit next week. Yeah, I'll probably take this up, that opportunity to record that first episode. Separate oh, show and everything. So keep uh, keep an eye out on the Twitters uh, for links to that when it goes live. Because we'll put out his own separate fucking thing. So that'll be cool. Yeah. into it. New podcast. We did it. Yeah. And we but haven't I'll, 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 done it, but, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff alright so yeah we'll uh, we'll do it up good times yeah, enjoy uh, your trip fellas we'll Be try be smart and have fun enjoy that west coast feeling Gra- coast. yeah, yeah. Jose uh, said we'll we're going back. to fucking Compton yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we'll be back in two weeks right on. so for uh, Jason Nyes Jose Guzman and Kelly Harris I'm uh, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Night. Love you. Bye-bye. They call me white devil, black Jesus, heaven closing, hell freezing, egos tripping, scripts keep flipping, blasts keep flooding, cribs keep tripping, time keeps slipping.
Pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.